0: Another live presentation from Alive 105. Live and local. It's Friday night and time for Derby Panther football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Lansky. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips.
1: Panther fans, it's uh, 2020 and uh, we're ready for a football run. Coach Clark... You know, we, we got to talk about the uh, big white elephant, I guess, in the room, uh, COVID-19 and uh, how it's affecting the football team. Can you briefly tell us
2: uh, what precautions you're taking and and uh, where we're at? Well, it's good to be back finally. I'm, I'm super excited that we're playing and... Uh... I'm Here in Mill Valley, but uh, um, this whole COVID nineteen uh, thing, our, our kids are really taking it seriously because they want to play. And we've talked about it all summer. Um, it, we, we've got to wear a mask. We're we're doing everything that we're supposed to do because these kids want to play so bad. So we got to play our part, in it, and we're doing it. Um, as as for what we're doing, uh, you know, when when a kid doesn't have a football helmet on, they're wearing a mask. We're we're washing hands a lot. Uh, if we're inside a building or uh, anywhere. We're we're six feet away from each other we're wearing a mask so uh um you know there there's a a a lot of people that like to kind of nitpick on on the football program a little bit so we know we're being watched so so our kids have done a really really good job of of doing what we've been told to to do and as for how how is it affecting us uh you know, we've we've had a couple kids over the summer come down with it, uh, not from football, but from you know outside sources, from like a parent or a basketball tournament or something like that. But uh, as soon as they, as soon as a kid starts having any symptoms, and we've had plenty of kids that have, have had symptoms. Uh, they quarantined themselves they're like I don't want to get the whole football team sick whatever so so the two kids that did have it um it was isolated uh no other kid got sick and uh they quarantined they did the whole 14 days they took off and and we were able to you know keep going with with our summer workouts and all that but we haven't had any cases lately uh thank goodness and uh I I just applaud our kids and, and our parents for doing such a good job of uh keeping these kids safe so we can play the game of football
3: you know covid aside uh, uh kind of give us a rundown of what you guys have been doing uh over the summer and and uh, just you know in general what have you been doing how you've been practicing how have the kids been
2: doing so you know just give us a little rundown well this this summer hasn't been much different uh we we've been lucky here in derby they've allowed us to do quite a bit I'd say the the one thing that changed early was we had to break it into smaller groups. We couldn't have big groups in the weight room. We couldn't have big groups outside. So we broke it into smaller groups, which, so the kids were still getting the same workouts. It's just we weren't having 80 kids in a group like, like we would with our varsity and stuff like that. But we were able to practice. We had a week-long camp like we always do. Um, the, the, probably the only thing that we didn't do was go up against Bishop Carroll or another, n- another team during team camp. We kind of kept it closed. Uh, it, it's always one of those things. We can, uh, we can trust our players, but we don't know what the other team is doing. Uh, obviously, we could trust Bishop Carroll, and they, they know they could trust us, but the smart thing to do this year was probably not to scrimmage. Just make sure we kept everything in-house and make sure we kept everybody safe, but our kids got the same amount of workouts. We probably got more football stuff in this summer than we usually do because Keisha relaxed her rules just a little bit and let us. Uh, they usually cut us off of football stuff and all we can work on is strength and conditioning stuff after like the second week into July and this year they, they upped it to where we could keep working on football and, and everything like that uh, up until the season started so we were able to run through plays, work with the kids on on routes and throwing and defensive stuff and uh, so, so our kids got a lot more football but we also had at the same time we also had to be kind of aware of we 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 didn't want to burn the kids out of football before football season actually happened so our coaches did a really good job of of not doing too much not you know but doing enough to to get better and uh, you know use that time that extra time that we had to work with the kids Hey,
1: we just had uh, Coach Wietrich, our defensive coordinator, jump in here.
2: Coach, I saw you
1: down on the field working with those kids. Uh, I didn't know if you were going to make it up tonight or not, but uh, you know things have changed a little bit for you. You got some new faces out here. Uh, talk to us about some of those new faces that we're going to see tonight.
4: Yeah, appreciate it. Really excited to be here tonight. You know, really excited for Friday Night Lights football. Can't get me more excited and uh, about this season, and excited for our kids to get a chance to play um, on defense. You know. I'll, we have a lot of guys, you know, we have some good experienced guys return to the linebacker spot. The defensive line, I think, is one area especially that is going to be a, br- a breakout group that a lot of people have not seen. You know, last year we were pretty senior senior heavy up front. We graduated all three of our interior D linemen, and now we got three guys that have been chomping at the bit to get in there. And uh, we get to see what they're made of, you know, and they're, they're ready to roll, they're coached up. We had a, we had a long summer of, of work with them, and, and they're ready to prove themselves for sure secondary wise as well we got we got um, we had we graduated two really good corners and we have two corners right now that we're very confident in they're stepping up you know it's gonna be their first debut you know and uh, what a better night than tonight against a really great opponent to come out and uh, you know you know break them in a little bit so uh, you now we couldn't be more excited to play and just just the fact that we have the opportunity tonight to come out and play and finally get a game of football going we could not be more excited about being here. Uh, does not mean that uh you know we 're not nervous about the outcome our opponent 's pretty good, so uh we we got our hands full and we're ready to play some football
3: yeah coach clark uh, you 've been here i think fifteen years this might be your fifteenth season and uh you know, 've had a pretty pretty successful run so far, but you know over the course of time technology's really you know it 's really kind of taken over the sport so talk a little bit about uh some of the technological improvements from the time you got here to where we 're at today
2: well right now anymore uh i just usually you know i i usually call the offensive plays uh so so basically i get on my phone and i say hey siri what play should i call us third and eight and uh you know she tells me so i mean uh, now it's out hopefully uh, nobody shares that with uh, all the rest of the coaches across kansas but uh siri is a great offensive coordinator uh no just joking uh uh you know, we, we do the headsets. Uh, our, our coaches are, are in communication. We can flip over, we can just go on offense, we can go on defense, We can all flip over to, to each, uh, each other side of the ball and, and talk with each other. Um, we can mute it and all that stuff. And then, then we also have we, we've got an end-zone camera uh, getting in- zone, so it kind of zooms in so we can see kind of what defensive techniques they are in at, at linebacker and, and defensive line. Or what the offensive line's doing with their splits and all that stuff, and then we got a wide angle too. But it used to be that we would we would have to wait to uh, trade a tape with another team. We like somebody would meet somebody, you know, and and, and trade that tape. And then it got to where uh, we could you know exchange that tape online. We we would just shoot them our games, they shoot us our games. Now it's where we can stream live and. Our coaches uh, after a play is ran they have that on their um on their uh ipads or iphones and they're able to watch that play within five seconds of the play being played and then to say the offense or the defense comes off they can watch their mistakes so what we were doing on sundays making all the corrections and watching film with the kids our kids are watching it the after the series and and our coaches are able to make corrections at, at that time. And, okay, the, these guys are doing this to us, so here's what we got to do and all that stuff. And we got TVs down there. we got iPads down there. Coaches in the box have iPads. I mean, technology is huge. And then in terms of cutting up film, uh, I mean, we can get so specific, and then we can query or filter anything that, uh, like, you know, we, we it's called huddle is what we use. And um, we can go, you know, Austin can go up there, all right, uh, we've got all 13 games of last year in Mill Valley. We want to see what they do on third and long. So so they can filter all third down plays and long plus eight and see every play that they ran uh, that, that's third and long. So it, it's pretty amazing. It helps with scouting. And then you can print out reports and see tendencies and all that stuff. But the thing that it takes is it takes a lot of time because you got to have coaches behind that inputting all that data in. Uh, so, you know, our Saturdays, our Friday nights – um, all day Saturday, we've got coaches just on their laptops just inputting all the data so we can get tendencies and all that stuff so we can make up a scouting report and get a, a game plan for the next team. So, um, you know, like Mill Valley, we have no film on them. Uh, they haven't played a game. So we have 13 games. They, they went to a state championship last year. So we have we exchanged all 13 games from last year. So we broke down all 13 games and we're able to scout all 13 games and find tendencies and see what they do versus certain formations and all that stuff.
1: Well, and and for those that don't know, Coach Clark uh, obviously is at Derby, and uh, Coach Appleby is at Mill Valley. Cousins, uh, we know you guys know each other very well. Tonight, uh, you know, we we want to know kind of what we're going to expect to see from both of you guys. You know, offensively from Mill Valley and defensively from Mill Valley, special teams wise. And we'll start with you, Coach Clark. Uh, what we're going to have to do to uh, offensively to to get to these guys.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll talk about their offense and also their special teams. First of all, their special teams, they, they've got a, a kicker and a punter that is absolutely amazing. Last time we played him, they had the, the, kind of the same kid. I think he's committed to K-State. He's going to K-State. Um, as, uh, as for kickoff returns for us, uh, I, I think we counted it was about 75% of all of his kicks last year were in the end zone. Um, even against the wind. In in the state game, it was kind of windy, you could tell, and he was kicking it in the end zone uh, even against the wind. So so they've got a really good kicker and punter. Um, they're special teams. They've got two really good running backs and some receivers that they can have a re, uh, as returners. They're really good. Um, they They've got... You know, Joel Coach Appleby was here with us, and he he was a part of our special teams, and he knows everything that we do. Um, they've also got in Nichols there now. That that was one of our. Special team all Americans. I mean, he really was really good. He played every special team. He was a guy when we I'd I'd have punt return meetings like at six thirty in the morning uh, when when I was a special teams coach, and and those guys would come in and he would be on top of his game. He would he as a player, he would you know study the film, know exactly what the other team was doing. I mean, he he was a stud. Now he's coaching at Mill Valley, which is awesome to see. So he's kind of taking the Derby mentality too of of special teams. You know, you can really tell. The good teams and and the not so good teams by how they treat their special teams. If you want to be a really, really good team, you've got to concentrate on special teams and Mill Valley is really, really good at special teams. So uh, we, we got our hands full on special teams. As as for offensively against their defense, uh, they do run a four-man front usually. I mean, we're expecting that. They, they may jump into a 3-4, ask Coach Appleby, are they going to be four-man or three-man? He said four. Uh, since we don't have any film, we'll see if he's lying to me or not. But uh, um, I would be a four-man front too if, if I had their defensive linemen. I mean, he is stacked with defensive linemen. If you look at their defensive line... And compare the height and weight of their defensive line, and then go to KUs or K states and compare the height and weight, you would not see much of a difference. Uh, They've got that heavyweight wrestler uh, there in the middle that has won state for a couple years, and he is just, I mean, he's one of the best defensive linemen in the state, if not the best defensive lineman in the state. Then they've got three other guys that are 6'2 or taller that are about 260, and uh, I mean, they are stacked. They're returning two good uh, defensive linemen. They got two guys that have been waiting. Uh, to go there they're linebackers inside linebackers are both over 200 pounds uh, one was their leading tackler last year i mean they're stacked there and then they got most of their secondary back too so coach appleby's returning a lot of their a lot of their guys are experienced they played in that state championship game they're really good uh, so offensively we've got our hands full and i think you're going to find out that defensively we will too
4: Okay, so yeah, I'll kind of branch off what uh, Coach Clark was talking about as far as uh, their defense, their offense. Uh, I wish I could say there's better news. You know, they're uh, <laughs> they're a really experienced group on that side of the ball as well. I think you know, just overall team wise, I think we were talking like at least 17 returning stars coming back from last year's team. I mean, you talk about uh, you talk about a group of now a lot of seniors who have had experience. And not only experience, they've been battle-tested. They've played games where they were behind. They've played games when they were ahead and got behind. You know, they've played games where, you know, they started off poorly and then came back in third and fourth quarter. They've won games in overtime. You know, and it, it just that—that that you can't put enough on ex- that kind of experience when it comes to a team as far as the, the moxie they're going to have, the confidence they're going to have when you go into a game like this. They, they, know, they know it's a big game. I'm sure they're going to be hyped up. It's game one. We're all hyped up. But that experience is going to be huge with that many returners. And if anything goes bad, they face adversity. This, group's, this group that we're going to face is going to be, hey, we're, we're going to be calm and collected, I think. So we got our, we got our hands full there. Um, Leading the offense, quarterback number seven, uh, tremendous athlete. You know, he can get it done with his arm. He can get, on, get it done with his legs. Um, they like to run the quarterback. You know, they, they love to run the ball. They're going to establish the run. I, run, I believe, and they do a great job in play action um he, he's a leader he's a and he's a tough kid he runs hard he runs hard and he's uh he's gonna be a problem if we don't get to get bodies on him running back wise same thing they're very experienced at running back they got a running back that uh got a lot of carries last year um started last year and they potentially have another move-in kid that's gonna be um a potential for a two-back situation that could be a really good one-two combo um Receiver wise, most of the receivers back, tight ends back. I mean, like I said, the, the, the roster's just—it's just they just replenished this year. It was—it was the same kids that. It's, it's another year stronger, another year bigger, another year smarter. You know, so um, the offense we, we got our hands full. Um, the good thing is for us, or the the benefit I can see with with us is that they run very similar offense to our offense, and for us on defense, there's there's nobody better to get an offensive look at than our coach coach clark running offing its offense against our defense and the more and more reps we get against our offense whether it be thud whiz whatever full speed practice the more we get reps against our offense the better our defense gets uh because sometimes we look stupid we learn from it you know you learn from mistakes right so uh and that's been one good thing so i hope i'm hoping our guys are prepared i think we are i think we had a pretty good look so uh we'll see what happens it's gonna be pretty exciting tonight
3: well, Coach, uh, you know, last question of, of the interview tonight uh, is always team health. Uh, I know that uh, this is the first game of the year, and you expect us to be 100% healthy, but I also know this is a collision sport, and we have practice. So give us a little bit of a rundown on uh, uh, the team health.
2: Well, unfortunately, we're a little banged up um, we, uh, you know, first of all, Lim's coming off a little injury. He had actually surgery about three weeks ago, and, uh, but he's looking good. He had a full week of practice. He finally practiced, uh, this week, and, uh, he's been doing a good job. A little rusty, but, uh, um, once we put him back in, our, our offense really started clicking. So he's a very special, special player, and we're, we're glad to have him back. Um, Tanner Knox um, is, is out for the, for the game. I think a lot of people know that. Mill Valley already knows that, so the, this is no secret. Uh, um, he uh, sprained his ankle in practice, and uh, um, he had his ankle braces on and everything. So ho- I think it would have been a lot worse if he didn't have his ankle braces on, um, but but he's out for this game he's been our quarterback of the defense last two years at free safety so he will be missed uh, a lot but at at the same time we have case and lindsey that that is a a really good safety that's going to be playing for him and i'm excited for him to to get a chance to show how how good he is and then uh drake thatcher or tight end he's just been struggling he he had a a, just a, a Unlucky summer. He he hurt his uh, elbow um, playing baseball, and then came back from his elbow and then sprained his ankle a week later i mean he he was out half if not the majority of the summer came back we were so excited to get him back because he was so dynamic for us at, at tight end i mean he was going to fill in for Carsack really really well uh but but then a week later he he sprains his ankle doing some seven on seven stuff and uh um hopefully we get him back hopefully we get tanner Knox back i'm pretty sure we'll get tanner he's already starting to uh, limp around a little bit and walk without crutches but uh um, for the most part i mean we're we 're healthy we 've got a couple guys injured. But usually week one, you want to be 100%. But at the same time, when like what Coach Wietrich was, was talking about, when, when you're going against our defense every every day and the speed that they, they possess, I mean, it, it, it becomes a battlefield out there in practice. And it's really fun to watch. But it, it's also we, we almost got to scale back just a little bit now to, to where we're not going against each other so much in practice.
5: Guys, uh, 2020, we're excited. Uh, big game tonight. Good luck. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com, or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a live 105 in Derby Panther football.
0: KDKQ LP Derby Wichita, 105.9 FM, and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com.
3: Good evening, Panther fans. Uh, This is Doyle Phillips, and along with Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action in tonight's game. I don't know if you want to call it a championship game. Maybe you could say a champions game, Uh, 5A champ Mill Valley versus 6A champ Derby. We expect a pretty good ball game.
1: Well, Doyle, it's going to be a great ball game. Temperature right now is 79 degrees. Wind's really not a factor out of the south-southeast, about six miles per hour. And you said 6 h state champ, defending state champs against the 5A, defending state champs. Coach uh, Appleby with Mill Valley and Coach Clark or Cousins.
3: Yeah, and, and that's that's the whole appeal with all of this. I think uh, uh, when things happened early on, those two guys got together and and decided, hey, we need a ball game.
1: Well, and it's just crazy to think that Coach Appleby was our defensive coordinator in Derby and that he's been here 11 years. You and I have been doing this a long time, and when it, when you think about 11 years, it just seems like yesterday that Joel was here.
3: Oh, no doubt about it. it it's You're exactly right. Uh, we saw Joel down on the field. He hadn't changed a bit. He's, he's still wearing that buzz cut, and... Uh, you know, old Joel always has a smile on his face. Well, and
1: we, we said things are a little different here tonight. Uh, COVID nineteen. It's the uh, it's the guy that's uh, been around since March, and uh, you know, there's uh, minimal fans here tonight. I think Derby was only allowed 270 fans, roughly, and Mill Valley around 11, 1200 fans. And this is the type of ball game that Doyle would would sell out. I mean, this would bring in so many fans that uh, it, it would it would be phenomenal. But you know, the important thing to remember is the kids get to play.
3: Yeah, that that's the number one requirement uh, the kids get to play. The kids deserve to play. They've been working hard all summer and uh, you know it, it all that practice and uh lifting and all that business it it's it all cul- culminates in a ball game tonight.
1: Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Mill Valley. As we said, Coach Appleby's been here 11 years. Currently 81 and 32 here. Last season Mill Valley uh 10 and 3. As we said, they won the 5A state championship, beating Wichita Northwest 40 to 31. That was Mill Valley's third state championship. Doyle, these guys returned 14 starters from a very, very good team, eight offensively and six defensively.
3: Yeah. And, and they were very good. Again, they were very good last year. Uh, they really handed it to, uh, Wichita Northwest in the championship game. And, uh, you know, it, it, it that was a Wichita Northwest team that hung. 80 points or better on more than one team.
1: Well, you know, they, they've got Cooper Marshery turning quarterback at 6'1", 170 pounds. Doyle, they're a run-first team. Cooper had 925 yards on the ground last year, 10 touchdown passes uh, in 2020. I guess the glaring thing for me, he had 20 touchdowns, but he had 13 interceptions.
3: Yeah, that, that's, that was the glaring uh, piece of information in that stat was the amount of interceptions.
1: Doyle, the starting running back's Quinn Wittenauer, 5'11, 166 pounder. Last year, he ran 149 times for 836 yards. Doyle, him along with Nate Hampton at 5'8", 193, they're supposed to be the one-two
3: punch in the backfield. We've, uh, <clears throat> we've got a little work to do, uh, in terms of our defense, uh, to stop these guys. They're, they're pretty, pretty solid, uh, as far as a running back and a quarterback combination. Well and
1: offensive line again, not massive by any stretch. Uh Ryan Fulcher at six four two fifty two, Tommy Penner at five nine, two twenty, Saxon Hall six foot two forty, Robbie Durvin 255. and Sam Hecht at six three two forty three. Doyle last year we ran into some giants. Uh seemed like every team we played averaged around two seventy, so not a not a big team overall.
3: Yeah, we, we uh we got a good look at that Sam Hecht and he's an all state player at 6'3", 243. looks a lot bigger than that. Well
1: defensively these guys are gonna run uh we we think most of the time they're gonna be in a four two five. They flow to the football very well. Uh defensive line, Pete Jansen at six three, two oh three, Aiden Schaefer six one two seventy eight, Ethan Kramer at six one two sixty eight, and Cole Knappen at six three two forty three. Those are the guys we're gonna to have to put hats on.
3: Yeah, uh we've got we've got to handle them with our front three in, in order to uh make things happen on our side of the ball. They're they're gonna be a handful, those those guys.
1: Well, linebackers Dalton Harvey at six foot one hundred ninety nine, Colton Jagan at 5'11, 209, and Trey Worcester at six foot one hundred eighty eight. Doyle, I know Coach Clark said these guys are extremely aggressive.
3: Yeah, they're they're very aggressive. They go right along with the whole with the whole defense. It's very aggressive, but these three linebackers, you know, I know it's only the first game in the season, but they it they could be the the best tandem we'll face this year. Well, and
1: cornerbacks are lucas pringle six-two, one seventy-five. 175 blake martin at 58 168 safeties cole clowder at 5 175 and hunter gray at 6 foot 180 pounds again not overly big guys back there but you know they again coach clark just kept talking about the athleticism and how well they fly to the football
3: yeah and and they've got a little height to them uh, a little bit more than we usually play so they'll be able to match up with our uh wide receivers height wise so uh, but size-wise, they're, like you said, they're not, they're not as big as we've seen.
1: Now, Derby comes in with Coach Clark in his 15th year. Overall record 130 and 35. Again, last year, uh, 6A state champs beating the North really in a go that way game, 63 to 26.
3: Yeah, that, that was, uh, that was a game that I, I think you and I were very surprised at, but the Panthers, uh, they got out on top and, I mean, just, just stayed on top and just, they never let them up.
1: Well, Derby's fifth state championship last year uh, since 2013, sixth overall. This is a team that's riding right now a 26 game winning streak.
3: Pretty, pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, it, it's, they've, they've just been impressive for quite some time now
1: now panthers returned nine starters from last year's team five on offense four on defense you got to talk about the quarterback Lim wash a six foot 205 pounder doyle he played a ton last year and this guy's the real deal physically you look at him down on the field this guy's a monster he's a quarterback that really is in a linebacker body
3: yeah there's no doubt about it and 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 i think i think you more than once last year uh when Lim would carry the football, it, it was almost like he'd look for people to run over instead of run around them. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's the, 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 the comment the kids make is is you get in the way of Lim, he's
1: going to truck you. He, he doesn't want to run around you. He wants to run over you. So he's the guy to watch back there. Starting running back this year, Dylan Edwards, And those that remember him last year, he was a freshman. Dylan, just a sophomore this year. Doyle, it's impressive that the string of running backs Derby's had to hear coaches talk about this could be the guy, this could be one of the best running backs to ever come out of Derby High School.
3: Well, We've, we've had a bunch of them, and, uh, you know, to say that about Mr. W- Mister uh, uh, Edwards, that, that's quite a compliment.
1: Well, no question. You can go back for years and years, and, and Coach Clark emphasized that. He says, Derby's a running back rich tradition, and this guy's right up there with the elite. At, uh, at wide receiver this year, Reed Liston, a six-foot, 185-pound senior. Last year, Reed had a phenomenal season as a junior. Doyle. He's going to be joined by Mercer, Thatcher, Deshawn Wright, and Caden Brown in the, as a receiving core.
3: Yeah, and and they're all youngsters. Uh, all of them, but uh, Reed. He's going to lead that group, and uh, you know, but they got plenty of playing time last year in mop-up and and secondary roles. So it's not like they they've never played. So they, they've got a little experience.
1: Our guys up front are big. Alex Key, 6'3", 270. Jonas Victor's 6'3", 290. Dylan Con, 6'4", 280. And Wyatt Jackson, 5'11", 220, along with Chris Thompson, 6'2", 280. So a pretty healthy Derby offensive
3: line. Probably one of our strong points on offense is, is that offensive line. We've got three starters back and two guys that played quite a bit last year. So that's going to be a big deal for us.
1: If there's, a, if there's a place that we've got to really fill the gap this year's the defensive line. We've got three new guys up there in Caleb Gifford at 6'2", 195, Isaac Sweatnam at foot 230, and Andon Carpenter at 6'1", 250. Again, they're replacing three veteran guys, so those guys' jobs going to have to uh, really pick up this year.
3: Yeah, and, and it's their job to keep those front five of uh, Mill Valley off of, the, off of our linebackers, so they're, they're going to have their work cut out for them.
1: Linebackers, uh, Luke Stewart, 6'2", two ten; Jace Jenkins, 5'9", 175, Colson Searing, 6'2", 215, and Jack Heilman, 5'9", 200. Well, that is a, a pretty veteran group of guys that have, that have played a lot. Of course, Jack Heilman, an all-state selection last year.
3: Yeah, uh, Stewart, Heilman, uh, Colson Searing, uh, three veterans that, uh, you know, they're just good players. Jace Jenkins, he's gonna slip right in there and, and do a fine job in the line, linebacking core.
1: Again, uh, replacing some, uh, veteran corners, uh, from last year are Corey Atkins, a six foot 175 pounder, Jameer Clemens, a six foot 155 pounder, both very athletic guys.
3: Yeah. And, and I think that's their advantage. Yeah. Do they have a lot of varsity experience? Probably not, but they're very athletic according to the whole coaching staff
1: safeties uh, for tonight's ballgame case and Lindsay at 510 and 170 amare ramirez at five nine one seventy five. 9 175 uh, again both uh, guys that uh, got a lot of playing time last year and we expect to step up tonight uh and fill those uh, voids
3: yeah they're they're, they're going to be the big hitters on uh you know on defense i'm sure and uh you know it's it's going to be it's going to be a good night for football the panthers i think are, are very ready to play and uh you know probably as as well as mill valley but uh you know, it, it's it's the first game of the year. There was a lot of things they didn't do. They didn't have any seven-on-seven. Seven. They didn't have any padded camps. They didn't have a lot of stuff. So it was just more or less just practice and, and team workouts. So both teams could be a little bit, uh, I don't know, they might have to get into the groove a little bit because uh, if they just haven't had the hitting or anything that they would normally have. You know, we've got probably a minute and a half left, so let's get into the starting lineup tonight for the Panthers on offense. On the offensive line, Junior Alex Kahn, 6'4", 280. Junior Jonas Vickers, 6'3", 290. Junior Chris Thompson, 6'3", 290. Sophomore Wyatt Jackson, 5'11", 220. And Junior Alex Keyes, 6'3", 270. Wide receivers, Junior Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 185. Junior Caden Brown, 6'2", 155. And Junior Deshaun Wright, 5'11", 175. Your tight end is Senior Reed Liston, 6'1", 185. Quarterback, Senior Lim foot two oh five. And the running back is Sophomore Dylan Edwards, 5'8", 155. Specialist on offense, Reed Liston, long snapper. Scott Simmons is the kicker. The holder will be Mercer Thatcher. And the punter is Luke Stewart. On the defensive side, on that defensive line, senior Caleb Gifford, 6'2", 195. Senior Isaac Swetnam, 6'2", 30. And junior Anden Carpenter, 6'1", 250. At the linebacker spot, senior Luke Stewart, 6'2", 10. Senior Colson Searing, 6'2", 215. Senior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 200. And senior Jace Jenkins, 5'9", 175. Your cornerbacks, junior Corey Atkins, 6'1", 75. And junior Jameer Clemens, six foot one fifty-five. Your safeties tonight are senior Amare Ramirez, 5'9", 175, and senior Kason Lindsay at five foot ten, one hundred seventy pounds. Those are your starting lineups for the Derby Panthers as we have them. We're we're ready to get going. Uh, both teams are on the field. They've had the coin toss. Uh,
1: I. Well, Mill Valley won the coin toss. They've deferred to the second half, which is uh, kind of the norm in in any football nowadays. Yeah, no win, so the the flag is virtually laying still right now. Doyle, I I don't know about you, but I've been ready for some football for a long time.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I wish we had that music in the background. Are you ready for football? Yeah, it's uh, since the fall or winter sports ended. You know, I've been ready to see football. We're finally going to get to see it. There was a little bit of doubt at one time but uh you know the good thing is the kids are out here and they're playing well,
1: you talk about a heavyweight fight 5a defending state champs against the 6a defending state champs two cousins as coaches involved Well, you know i don't know first game they always say you make the biggest improvement from week one to week two but uh expect some real excitement and probably a lot of nerves going into tonight's ball game
3: yeah back deep for the panthers or Reed, listen he's on the near side and Dylan Edwards is on the far side, and Mill Valley's kicking off from our left to right, and the Panthers obviously will be defending the goal to our right. Well,
1: Chris Tennant, the kicker is 6'5", 207 pounds, and he's one of those guys that Coach Clark talked about. He's getting a lot of D1 offers and looks, uh, and you don't see kickers very often that are 6'5".
3: Well, I look for this one to go into the end zone. No more wind than we have. We have very little. Like I said, the flag is just not moving. So I look for this to go into the end zone. High end over end, going back into the end zone. Panthers just watch it. it it's about five yards deep. So they'll take over first and 10, first series of the year for the Derby Panthers.
1: Well, I know that was something Coach Clark talked about. He goes, You guys are going to be surprised to see if any of our kick returners get a chance to return the football as this kick. I think he said last year about 80-85% of his kicks went through the end zone.
3: Well, he sure hit one that went into the end zone. Panthers break their sideline huddle. Wash, Edwards will be in the backfield. They'll have it first down from their own 20-yard line. First play of this season, a little bit of motion by Edwards, comes to the near side. Now he goes to motion to the far side. Wash straight up the middle. Makes one guy miss the line of scrimmage. 25-30, 35. Runs over a guy at about the 35 and gets out to about the 40.
1: Well, Panthers showed a little misdirection to Edwards that was in motion. Lim Wash finds an opening, and as we said, he likes to truck a guy. He just got out and and, uh, ran over the last guy to pick up a big first down for the Panthers.
3: Wide receivers are Caden Brown, Liston. Deshaun Wright again Edwards and wash in the backfield they give it to Edwards gets through maybe picks up two maybe three on first down
1: well the Panthers
3: are really spreading
1: out Mill Valley but you know when you get right down to it and we heard coach talk about it in, in our his pre pre uh, game speech these guys know each other so they practice against very similar offenses and defenses
3: trips to the far side for the Panthers And Wash gets to the outside. They kind of force him. He makes a guy miss, at the, and he's going to lose two or three yards on second down. Well, Mill Valley did a great job that
1: time on and Lem Wash out. They, they had backside pursuit. They just read him to the sideline. Just a, a very well executed defensive stand by Mill Valley.
3: Going to be third down and long for the Panthers, third and 11. They got trips to this side now. Right. And Liston are in the slot thatchers to the far side so it's like i said third and long from the panther looks like the panther 40 yard line wash is changing the play at the line of scrimmage no score we're just first possession of the ball game for either team back to pass goes wash got pressure he's going to get sacked
1: and that was, Nawaz stayed back in the pocket, and that was really a coverage sack. No one was open downfield. Lim really had nowhere to go, and Bill Valley answers the bell uh,
3: on that first series as they moved Derby back uh, on that last series. Yeah, after having a first and 10 on their own 41, they ended up, they're going to end up snapping the football from their own 34. So uh, a sack and a, and a lost yards on second down has moved Derby back.
1: Well, wow, you're seeing Derby punt. Last year, I don't think we punted more than half a dozen times in the entire season.
3: Luke Stewart is punting for the Panthers. High, very high punt. It's going to be fair caught at about the 32-yard line. That's where Mill Valley's going to have it, first down and 10. So we'll get a our first look at the Panther defense.
1: As we said, there's not a lot of things you got to figure out. It's just going to be... You know, good coaching, and uh, both teams know each other. We said Coach Appleby came from Derby. They're cousins. These guys know and run very, very similar systems.
3: No score. First and 10, Mill Valley, from their own 30, uh, about 32-and-a-half yard line. Panthers in their 3-4 defense. They give it straight ahead. Running back falls forward and picks up maybe two on first down.
1: Panthers did a good job that time. Luke Stewart was in immediately, grabbed him by the ankles, and Panthers got enough support to bring him down after about a a two-and-a-half, three-yard
3: gain. The ball's out to the 36. They'll be second down, and he did get about three. It was a hard three for him. Now going to be second and seven. Nine minutes to go. First quarter, no score. Mill Valley with their first possession on their own 30, 36 yard line. Back to pass. Caught. Going to be close to a first down. If they give him a decent or a, a good spot, I think he's going to be just gonna be a shy. I mean, it's Cloud. They're moving the sticks. <laughs> it, it looked a little shy up here, but. Uh, we're looking at stuff through rose colored glasses. <laughs> Nevertheless, first down for Mill Valley on their own 43 yard line. 842 left to go. First quarter, no score.
1: In Cooper Marsh, a six foot, 170 pound senior quarterback that predominantly ran
3: the football last year. They show motion. Quick pass to the outside and the receiver was wide open. The pass was way over his head.
1: As we said, there's going to be some pregame, early early game jitters. These guys didn't get to play the 7-on-7, seven seven, all the things that they do all summer long. So, you know, they've played uh, really the last few weeks, and uh, they're thrown into this game-type situation with uh, a team that's uh, not lost in 26 games.
3: Well, here we go. 8.25 left. The pass incompletion stopped clock, so it's second down and 10. Panthers showing their 3-4 defense. They got motion. slot man coming to the near side. They hand it off to the tailback, and he gets knocked down for a yard, maybe two loss on second down. It's third and long.
1: Looked like he was met pretty quickly by Jack Heilman.
3: That was, that was a pretty good play there by the Panther defense. They got into the backfield and uh, hit the ball carrier before he got close to the line of scrimmage so okay. that was a good play by the panther deep they're going to give him a two-yard loss so it's going to be third down and long third and 12 with eight minutes to go again no score well caleb
1: gifford was one of the guys in immediately as well that's one of the guys we talked about defense end six foot 295 pounders comes up big this makes a uh, third and long situation for mill valley
3: panthers are they're they're playing about a cover four now they're expecting a pass and that's what they're getting they're dropping a bunch of guys and it's caught big game down inside the 35 yard line case Lindsay on the coverage well Lindsay had pretty good coverage on him the ball was just floated up in the air and unfortunately
1: mill valley comes down with a huge catch to give him first down in panther territory yeah the pass
3: wasn't that crisp it, it just you know, he just threw it, I guess, to a spot, and uh, they would be able to catch it on third and long. So first and ten in Panther territory. The quarterback on a big hole up the middle, he picks up seven or eight on first down. Well, they again, they showed the misdirection to the man in motion, and he just went right up the gut
1: of the Panther defense to pick up about eight yards.
3: It's going to be second and two. They're inside the Panther 25-yard line down at about the, looks like the twenty-two. With a second and short, no score, seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Mill Valley is threatening on their first possession of the night. Back to pass goes Marsh. Got a man open. Hit immediately by Ramirez, the safety, but he's going to pick up a first down. Well, so far Marsh has come out throwing the football
1: and that's a, you know, a dual, dual quarterback that can throw and run and he's showing the ability to do both tonight.
3: Nice crossing pattern and uh, Marsh had the time. He had the time to sit back and wait till the receiver sprung open. So they are now inside the 10. That means it's first and goal from the six with six and a half minutes left in the first quarter. No score. They give it off to the tailback he weaves his way in and he boy if
1: he isn't in he's awful close yeah they're going to mark him about the one yard line it looks like he tried to stretch the ball out but I think a good call by the officials to mark him just short
3: he's less than a football length out of the end zone so big threat here by Mill Valley big long pass on third and long has set all this stuff up second and goal from about the half yard line they give it again to the tailback touchdown Mill Valley Mill Valley strikes
1: first in the ball game. And Doyle, you know, that's what we kind of expected. You and I talked about it on the way up that, you know, it's going to be one of those battles that you may just keep throwing punch after punch. And uh, Mill Valley strikes first really on a big pass play that was completed.
3: I know, I know Austin Wietrich, he'll be working on some stuff on the sidelines. Uh, You know, when we talked to him tonight, they said they have instant, uh, instant visualization on what they've done so they'll i'll bet you they'll make a few corrections to start that second defensive possession. extra points good so with six minutes 602 left in the first quarter mill valley jumps on top and and it goes without without saying this is a situation the panthers haven't been in very much
1: well as we said panthers are forced to punt on their first series I, we just didn't punt last year. It was a rarity when we had to punt the football, but, uh, got a lot of starters to replace. As we said, you, you know, you're not playing seven on seven all year. You just got so much going on and, you know, you can watch all the game film you want. As we said, you watch Mill Valley from last year. You can't replicate game time. So first week you're going to make some adjustments and i'm with you i think coach wetrick's down there now going okay now we know we see what they're doing and, and he'll make those uh changes
3: well they, they have in the past they, they've made those made those kind of uh, adjustments but uh you know it, it, there's a long ways to go and uh the panthers just need to put something together here and get and and match them and uh you know give the defense some rest they surely don't want to go out go three and out and uh so you want to give your defense a little bit of rest and a little bit of time to adjust. I, I can see a huddle on the sideline. It's the defensive players and they're doing just what you said. They're, they're figuring some stuff out. So back deep is, uh, Edwards and Liston. And again, I don't know that we'll, unless he just miss hits one, I don't know that we'll get a chance to run these back. 602 left. Mill Valley leads 7-0. Nice high end over end. Well, it's going to be fielded at about the two-yard line by Liston. Gets a big hole, gets out to the 20, probably 23, 24-yard line. So, nice return by Reed Liston. Well, I noticed right before the ball was kicked, Dylan
1: Edwards came up and left Reed back as the only returner. So, you know, I guess you take your gambles on that and go, hey, the kid kicks the ball in the end zone 85% of the time. uh, I'm going to get an extra blocker in front of my guy. and that time, Panthers come up with a decent field position.
3: Well, we'll see what they got going here in their second possession. There's 5.56 left. They trail 7-0. We're in the first quarter. Again, Edwards and Wash are in the backfield. Wright, Caden Brown, Mercer Thatcher, and Reed Liston are the wide receivers. Panthers have huge splits in the line of script at the front line on this side, and we move, so it's going to be... Going to be a, another five yards for the Panthers.
1: The yeah, Panthers just started a little bit early on the play, and you're right. Uh, Panthers really has Bell Valley spread out. We saw that a couple times last year where we created some some big offensive line splits.
3: Yeah, these, the guys on the near side here, they, they were split two, three yards apiece away from each other, and they're doing it again. About two, three yards between the center and the guard, and about three yards between the guard and the tackle. Yeah, particularly on the left side. Reed Liston goes into motion. Pitch out to Edwards. He gets a block, gets a big hole, hits a crease, and we're going to have a penalty marker probably against the Panthers for a block in the back or something. He gets all the way out to the 35-yard line.
1: Well, we did. We picked up a key block. I believe it was Deshaun Wright that threw a nice block, but, you know, the old yellow hanky came out pretty early, so that's usually a not a good sign for the uh, guys in green.
3: Carry was good enough for a first down, but it's going to be backed up another 15 yards, so the Panthers are going to have a first down and a half a mile, It probably inside their 15-yard line.
1: That's one of the things that Coach Clark just hates is uh, those holding penalties.
3: Well, they're they're still not done walking it off, so it's going to be inside the five-yard line. So the Panthers, well, my goodness. No, it isn't. It's going to be inside the 10 at about the seven-yard line. There was a whole gaggle of players around, so I really couldn't see where they were at. Now they moved it back to the eight eight and a half or nine. So anyway, it's still going to be uh, first down and very long for the Panthers with 547 left, and they trail 7-0 in the first quarter. Quick pass, little screen to Reed Liston. He probably picks up two, maybe three yards. It's going to be second and long.
1: Well, Panthers have to be able to throw the football. That's the first real pass, and just a screen pass. Looks like we do have a uh, player down on the field. It is uh, a Panther.
3: Can't, I don't know who it is yet. Yeah, I can't see a number. I, I don't want to speculate on who it is, but. It might be – I'm looking in the – as the Panthers walk to the sideline, I'm looking for number nine. No, nine's fine. Nine's fine. Okay. I saw Liston. That's who carried the the ball, so I thought maybe he might have got hurt. I'm not sure who's down there. He's holding his ankle. Hopefully it's nothing serious. 5.32 left. Panthers trail 7-0, and they've got a big hill to climb here. Uh, Not only do they have second down and very long – about 22 yards to go, but they're on their 12-yard line, 11 or 12-yard line, so they're deep in their own territory. Now, as Coach Clark said, we were a little bit banged up.
1: Tanner Knox is out with an ankle injury. Limb Wash was out early, and it looks like Deshaun Wright is the guy that was banged up. Uh, he is getting up. Uh, you know, he, he's limping a little bit, but uh, let's hope that it's uh, it doesn't look like anything serious. Well weird tonight? Uh, Temperature is one of those nights that. Uh, it's not like what we've been used to where we're starting a ball game at 93 degrees. It's 79 degrees at game time, so uh, really uh, pretty nice evening for football.
3: Yeah, they've got a, a new press box and seating area here at Mill Valley, at least since the last time we were here, and the air conditioner is on in our little area so you know it's this is this is the lap of luxury you know it's weird
1: looking out they've got the kids spread out from 10 yard line to 10 yard line trying to keep a little social distancing for them Uh, again we're just fortunate we're playing football tonight
3: clocks moving 525 left second down and and a half mile for the panthers back to pass goes wash now he pulls the ball down. Still trying to pass. He's, he might have fumbled the football. He was he he was not sure whether he could pass or just or just start running with it. And then he and he decided to pass, and uh, Mill Valley caught him from behind. and
1: well, yeah. You can't. You know, he was in the pocket. And then he kind of came up into the pocket which you teach quarterbacks, you know, to come up in the step in the pocket. But you can't do that when you've got a lot of pressure on you. They caught him from behind, so it brings up third, and as you said, a
3: mile. Mill Valley's going to rush maybe three guys. They're going to probably have eh, seven to eight people back. And now we've got a timeout, I think.
1: I think Coach Clark used a good timeout there with third and a long, long ways to go. you got to pick up some positive yards, even if you have to punt. you got to get out of your end of the field something Derby really hasn't had to do in the last two or three years. We comment every week that Derby plays in the opponent's uh, side of the field.
3: Well, it's uh, they've got to get out to the 33-yard line, and they're setting on, gosh, it looks like right at the 10. So they've got a long ways to go uh, to get out of this little hole. And, and I'm with you. Even if they don't get a first down, they've got to dig their way out of that hole and uh, uh, give, them, give them a little room to uh, punt the football. They don't want to be giving Mill Valley the ball on our side of the 50. And, and, you know,
1: you come into the ball game, and Lim Wash is not uh, an unknown. You know, he played a lot of football last year. If you're Coach Appleby, who's a great defensive mind, you're going, hey, we're going to put pressure on number eight.
3: Well, they sure have so far, and uh, uh, they've made him a little bit indecisive so far in the ball game. Third and very long for the Panthers from their own 10-yard line. They trail 7-0. Back to pass goes Wash. Now he's trying to pull now he sees a man over the middle. Caught by Reed Liston. But it's going to be short of the short of the uh, first down marker. He went up high for that.
1: Well Liston went up high and made a great catch and was just flipped upside down. Unfortunately, he's gonna be shy of the first down, but
3: what a great catch by Reed Liston. I don't know where they're spotting it. He unless they called it evidently it was incomplete. I Oh wow.
1: I he didn't must see that. No, I, I sure thought he caught they hung
3: I, the hang on the football. I see no signal from any official that it wasn't a completion.
1: Now, Coach Clark and his staff aren't arguing too much, so you gotta yeah, so
3: you got to figure. Well, they, they probably had a way better view than we did. Nice effort by Reed Liston to make that catch. So now the Panthers are punting from their end zone, Luke Stewart. They're going to they're gonna get the ball to uh, Mill Valley, probably inside our territory got an official that delay a game on the Panthers so that's another so far the Panthers aren't aren't playing Panther football but there's a lot a lot of time left and uh, you know they've made some mistakes but uh, it's
1: gonna it's gonna cost us from putting back on the edge of our end zone I mean we're back uh, about as far as you can get
3: I think you got to expect some of this stuff first game of the year we got a lot of game left nice high spiral driving the receiver back i don't know where it went out of bounds at but it it was a nice high pass they'll mark it at about the 42 yard line of the panthers so mill valley has excellent field position for this second possession of the night yeah we'll seven
1: zero we'll see how the panthers come out after that uh, first series see what uh things coach wheatrich's changed and And I, and I, and you expect it, like we said, game one, you expect that, hey, I'm going to have to flow to the ball a little differently. We
3: may see some, uh, some more action with our linebackers showing some blitz. Well, the, the, uh, the play that hurt the Panthers on the last drive was that third down and third down and long, and he just threw one up and their guy ran under it. We had good coverage, but, uh, their guy ran under it and, and he made the catch on a keeper, Marsh. He gets knocked down right about the line of scrimmage. You you never know. And and it looks like they're going to give him maybe a half-yard loss on the play.
1: Looked like Isaac Swetnam that time came in pretty quickly to uh, stop the play.
3: Panthers had good defense on that running play, and uh, they need to continue that. They also need to play pass defense because we know Mill Valley can throw the football. Back to pass goes Marsh. He's looking to his left. Got a man open again in the flat. Well, you just can't give him that much time back here. Panthers
1: put no pressure on Marsh. He's able to sit back there and calmly find his target.
3: You know, Panthers have got to put some pressure on him. It's Kendrick Jones again. He's the one that caught the passes down near the goal line on the same type of route, just an out route, and Marsh has, I mean, if he can sit back there three or four seconds, then that gives him time to clear, so panthers are going to have to probably put a little pressure on quarterback first and 10 panthers trail 7-0 in the first quarter back to pass again goes mark got lots of time and he just throws it i mean that that could almost be intentional grounding Man, well, he did he he had all day long until the panthers put pressure on him
1: so again a coverage sack panthers do a good job uh, covering up the receivers and you're right he just got rid of the football
3: there was nobody within 15 yards of where that ball hit except his offensive lineman so you know that could have could have been but it wasn't 341 left panthers trail 7-0 second down and 10 marsh on a keeper straight up the middle he gets knocked down after about a three-yard carry, so it's going to be third down. And maybe seven or eight, probably eight
1: oh, for Mill Valley. Huge third down here for the Panthers.
3: Yeah, they, they've got to turn this back. Even if they even if there's a field goal attempt, they, they've got to hold them here. Uh, oh, we want to welcome
1: some of our online listeners tonight out of Chicago, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Blue Springs. Remember, you can catch us uh, every Friday
3: night live 105 it's going to be third down and eight looked like the panthers might have jumped but didn't get any any reaction from the uh, uh striped shirts back to pass again on the run big hole first down inside the touchdown mill valley wow panthers that time as marsh rolled
1: out panthers had pretty good coverage and Mars did what you do. If they're gonna give it to you, and he just rambled his way into the end zone. So just like that with two forty seven remaining here in the first quarter, Panthers fall down thirteen to zero.
3: Yeah, that was you could see that all the way. Uh Panthers had their 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 four D backs had their guys covered. The linebackers, you know, nobody putting any pressure. He had a big hole on the far side of the field. Like you said, he did what you do. He took advantage of it, was untouched into the end zone. It's now 14-0, and there's a penalty marker thrown late by one of the referees in the back. I don't know what it'd be unless maybe the Panthers jumped or something.
1: He's pointing back towards the Panthers, so that, again, it's not the kind of penalty, if it's assessed on the kickoff, not what you want to see. Well, the
3: guy that threw it was the guy under the goalpost. He just gave a signal of a block in the back which you can get a lot of people
1: don't think you can get that when you're on defense, but you certainly can. So, you know, well, that, that throws a new twist into things that you go, okay, where do we kick this from? Do we now all of a sudden decide, Hey, let's do a pooch kick and try and pin these guys uh, inside the 20.
3: Well, Panthers trail with two forty-seven left 14 zero. And uh, we haven't been down 14 points in many years. Well, many games I'll say. And so we'll see what these kids are made of. They're getting a baptism of fire tonight. We'll we'll just see what they're made of. Right now, all the momentum is with uh, Mill Valley because Panthers really haven't stopped them, and they haven't done anything on offense. Oh, they're moving the ball out to the 50, so... They're moving the ball out to the 50, so that means we'll either see, like you said, maybe a pooch kick to try to pin them in the back or just... Or just kick it deep and give them to it give it to him on the twenty.
1: Yeah, it just it just puts a whole new perspective on the ballgame for the Panthers. You or, they haven't been behind, and I think you're right when you say many years you haven't been down by fourteen.
3: It'll be interesting to see what Mill Valley does here. The Panthers were expecting maybe an onside even. It's kicking deep. Panthers are going to get it on the twenty first and 10.
1: Now, Panthers are fortunate there not to uh, have another penalty back them up. We just got to get on the right side of the ball field. We've been playing everything the, the, the first uh, minutes of the ball game on our side of the field.
3: Well, it's too early to panic. I mean, shoot, we got three quarters plus 247. Yeah, we're down two scores, but we've got the ball, so... We
1: just need to go out and execute. Well, we've got some electric offensive players. Like we said, you get Lem Wash or, or Dylan Edwards outside, they're going to be hard to catch.
3: First and 10 Panthers from the 20. Pitch to Edwards. And I think he dropped the football. I can't. I can't tell what's going on. It was a pitch from Wash to Edwards. Well, the ball dropped, and then I think Edwards picked it back
1: up. And, boy, I I know Mill Valley was clear on the far sideline. Mill Valley was lobbying big time that they wanted a turnover. Fortunately, uh, it doesn't go that way, but we lose a yard.
3: Another play for negative yards for the Panthers. They lost a yard and a half, maybe two, at least least a yard and a half. So it's second and long for the Panthers. And wash on a keeper. He's gonna pick up one, maybe two. It's gonna be third and long now with two thirty to go in the first quarter. Well, so, right
1: now the Mill Valley defense is just giving our offense fits.
3: Panthers need something good to happen here. They haven't had they haven't had anything good. This is their third third possession. They haven't had anything good happen yet. Now we got a penalty marker that I don't think the center snapped the football. So it looks like the mistakes that are being made are being made on Derby's side of the ball. So now it's going to be third down and, and about 14. So Panthers have not, they've not really executed well so far. We got a lot of game left. Two minutes left. They trail 14-0. Again, Panthers got to get some positive yardage here. Back to pass goes Wash. little screen out to Edwards. He got a block. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. He got one man to beat. No one, one will catch Dylan to Edwards. Beat. Edwards. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, just like that on a screen pass, Dylan
1: Edwards takes it to the house. Panthers back in this ballgame, 14-6. Coach Clark talked a lot about this duel. He said Dylan Edwards gets out. I don't know that many guys in the state
3: of Kansas are going to catch him. No penalty flags on the play. That gives Derby the boost they needed. Yeah, that was, that was a big play. Third down 14, just a bit of a screen. Edwards picked up a block and the rest was Edwards.
1: Well, that just those things that loosens up a defense. It gives them Mill Valley now something to think about. Our defense needs to come out now and stop this Mill Valley offense
3: simmons on for the extra point mercer holding liston is a long snapper it looks good but we'll wait on the officials yes and it is good so panthers jump right back they now trail 14-7 with 148 to go that just a, that was something the panthers needed and had to have
1: it was just a little screen pass really the way it started out it was kind of thrown high and you look and dylan edwards is like what's he going to do with this ball and, and once he hit the edge, it was, uh, I think I started saying when he was about the 30-yard line of the Panthers, see ya, because Dylan Edwards has got that kind of speed.
3: Well, he, he certainly picked up the block that he needed, and uh, it took him all the way to the end zone. Just a great play by the Panthers. But, you know, that was a good call by our offensive people. That's the way to slow this, this rush down, is throw a little screen pass and, uh, you know, that let those guys come in. And uh, that, worked, that worked just like it was drawn up.
1: Well, I mean, again, it just changes the tone. You know, the Panthers were still pinned back deep. If they don't convert on that, they're going to be punting from deep in their own territory, giving Mill Valley another shot at great field position.
3: Back deep is Hartman and Jones from Mill Valley. They're standing on about the five. I don't know that... Uh, Simmons is a junior he's a heck of an extra point kicker I think he was like 82 of 84 last year
1: well and I think he missed his first first kick of the season
3: and yeah so he was essentially 82 of 83 for the rest of the year and uh but I don't know that he's developed the leg to get it into the end zone yet we're gonna see Hits at about the 8 and goes into the end zone. So we got a good bounce that time, and Mill Valley will have it on their own 20.
1: Well, the return guy from Mill Valley was like, uh-oh, because I think he thought that the ball was going to scoot out of bounds, and it started taking a bounce. And boy, he would have been in a lot of trouble if that ball died on the 1- or 2-yard line. Yes, he would have. Simmons is so a left-footed kicker, and uh, Doyle, I, as we said, he's a soccer guy too. So he plays soccer and then comes out and kicks for the Panthers uh, on Friday nights.
3: First and 10, Mill Valley, so let's see. The Panthers had some more time. You know, they're back in the ballgame, 14-7, 148 left. We're in the first quarter. And going to be sacked is Marsh. Panthers put some pressure on. It looked like Luke Stewart. Now, that's exactly what
1: the Panthers have to do, keep Mill Valley back in their territory, and that was a great defensive
3: play by the Panthers. That was a four-yard loss, and I said Luke Stewart. I don't believe it was Luke Stewart. It was Clinton Dorsey.
1: Now, Stewart was in was, the area. He, he's a specimen uh, looking kid on the defensive line.
3: Second down and 13. Little pass to the outside. Caught and dropped. Should be incomplete. I think they're going to give him possession. Probably a good oh, call. Oh, my goodness. 14 7, 104 remaining here in the first quarter at Mill Valley. I know they're going to give him possession, but I thought you had to finish the catch. I think he, it looked like he caught it
1: and then just, uh, and
3: and dropped it. (laughs) Yeah, I think he dropped
1: it after he went out of bounds. Okay. Hey, still a short
3: game, so it brings up third and long. All right, it's still third and long. Third down and eight with 104 to go. This is a big play for the Panther defense. Back to pass goes Marsh got a man over the middle caught and is that same guy it's Kendricks Jones he's just burned the Panthers probably four or five times tonight so far I got Jones listed at six five 190 and again you can't you can't let you can't let Marsh stand back there long enough he's running crossing patterns right and you got those patterns have to come clean so you' you can't let him stand back there to those crossing patterns you can't be comfortable. But I'm sure the Panthers, Panther defense knows that, and I'm sure they're going to correct it. First and 10, after another pickup on third and long, back to pass. Again, Jones caught the ball. They're going to give him progress. At, I don't know where they're going to give him progress. Out close to the 40, I think.
1: He's a good sized target to
3: hit. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, He's just getting open, and Mar- it's almost like Marsh is just staring him down and uh, taking advantage of it. Second down, Mill Valley hadn't had a penalty yet tonight. Derby's had two or three, and uh, well, Marsh is a good
1: athlete. As we said, we're, I'm impressed so far with his ability to run and
3: pass. Second and three, again on a keeper. They oh, I don't know what's going yeah, on. Ball, there. ball. ball! We should have another
1: penalty. Uh, there was a flag stopped, and uh, Mill Valley had a guy after the flag pushed the Panther down right in front of the official.
3: Well, he didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, penalty does go against Mill Valley, though. It'll be a five-yarder, so should be, so that should make it second down, and I'm going to guess eight. With 30 seconds left, Panthers trailing this one 14-7. We're in the first quarter. Been a pretty good first quarter for Mill Valley and the Panther just kicked her in their last offensive possession, so.
1: Mill Valley is a very physical team and would you, you wouldn't expect anything less of uh, Coach Appleby.
3: Again, they give it to the tailback and he's not gonna, well, he might get back to the line of scrimmage. It's gonna be third down and about seven. No, third down and nine, excuse me. He lost a yard. So this is another this is another crucial third down play. If if I'm the Panthers, I'm going to find number 5 and put somebody on him. I agree. He's come
1: up big on several occasions.
3: And he's got right now he's got Luke Stewart on him.
1: Don't no. The Mill Valley will get off another play here before quarter. It's,
3: that ends the first quarter. Panthers trail in this one 14-7. This is Panther Football on a live 105 KDKQ. We'll be back.
0: Since 1985, DNB Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore on the corner of K15 and Britton in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services the DNB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. D&B the Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Making plans for the special day? Paws Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paws Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football.
3: yeah we're back at panther stadium and on a third down attempt it was incomplete so it's going to be fourth and long and we got to apologize uh, we were told that uh uh timeouts and that type of thing and between the quarters would only be would be two minutes and it was only the normal one minute so that's what we're going to go by the rest of the way that uh timeouts and uh uh, between quarters will just be one minute so wow. i apologize to our listeners
1: big deal there panthers stopped mill valley on third down Corey Aikens had nice coverage on the attempted pass to knock it down uh, close to being out of bounds anyway but panthers uh make their first stop of the evening
3: very very big deal for derby on that well they had good coverage out there and the, the corner forced the receiver out of bounds legally and the ball was thrown out of bounds well, we so may have good... another
1: delay penalty the
3: back judge uh... Just dropped a flag. It it is delay against the offense. Still a beautiful night out. No win. Panthers trail 14-7. 11.55 to go in the first half. Panthers are going to get the ball back. Looks like Dylan Edwards and Matt Liston are back deep. Nice punt going to hit at about the you know, 35 and it's going to roll dead about the inside the 25
1: you know i know matt Lister would love it if he was able to go back here and return a punt but yeah he's too old i it's, know, it's, i saw you catch it you know you and i saw matt right before the game and we were kind of chuckling talking about matt having a granddaughter and uh you know matt was all grins when he talked about uh, his little granddaughter that i guess they're going to see tomorrow yeah
3: pretty cool and that wasn't matt back there he'd get hurt that was Reed back there along with Edwards.
1: No, Doyle, this is, this is a big series for the Panthers offensively. Coming out after the score to see if they can loosen up, keep loosening up this Mill Valley defense.
3: First and 10, Panthers from the 21 yard line. They trail 14-7. Straight up the middle, Lim Wash. He picks up almost five yards on first down. It's going to be second and five and a half six.
1: Yeah, Lim's another one of those guys that you know, he's a step away from breaking one. That time, Bill Valley was able to pull him down. Look looked like Ethan Creamer pulled him down by the shoestrings, or Lim picks up big yardage.
3: Second down. And
1: Panthers yet that- to really go downfield. We tried the one-read Liston pass, but Panthers really haven't tried to work the
3: ball downfield in the air. Liston goes in motion. And a pitch to Edwards. Makes a couple guys miss. Gets out past the 25 to, I'm going to say, 26, 27. It's going to be third down. Another flag on the
1: ground. It's in that vicinity of a block in the back or a hold.
3: There is a penalty marker. And, uh, you know, the way things are, it will probably be against the Panthers. And it's a hold on the Panthers.
1: Yeah, it was just an option play. They pitched the ball out to Dillon, and he tried to get to the corner, but... Man, we just shot ourselves in the foot again.
3: Well, this, this is one thing that I'm sure, you know, you can't, you can't practice this, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just kids being aggressive when that, usually when that kind of thing happens. And so they're going to move it all the way back to the 11, 12 yard line where it's going to be second down and long for the Panthers, second and about 18. Again, yeah, Wash, oh, balls on he the ground. He put the ball on the ground. I don't I think know Bill Valley got it. Hill Valley has it. Yeah, a crucial turnover for the Panthers. Lim Wash
1: tried to cut upfield, and the ball was knocked loose. Bill Valley takes over inside the twenty. Well, it looks like the ball is going to be laying on about the fourteen yard line.
3: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a tough break for the Panthers. Uh, they they come out and the defense had a good series. They get the ball back and they give it right back. That's that's just that's tough. But I'm sure the kids are going to bounce back. It's just, And all it was on, on Wash's part is he was trying to trying to get more yardage. I mean, yeah, he was trying was, to cut back against the It grade. wasn't like he just you yeah, know, ball dropped just the thing. Popped he was, loose. Yeah, he was trying to get more yardage. You can't blame him for that. They give it to the tailback. He breaks several tackles and picks up about Nine yards on first down. Wow,
1: it, it just it was just a little misdirection play up the middle and big yardage for
3: first down. Well, they give him enough yardage to uh, get a first down, so it's first and goal. Again, Marsh—he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. He was gang tackled there by three or four Panthers.
1: Hey, yeah, you know, it's just—it's early in the ball game still. Panthers trail fourteen to seven. You know. Just a whole lot's not gone the Panthers' way so far. I mean, we've had some bad penalty calls. We had a turnover there. It's just Panthers got to get uh, momentum back on their side.
3: Yeah, it, it's nothing really has went our way yet. Second and goal from the four. Back to pass, rolling to the near side, Marsh. He didn't get into the end zone, but he got awful close. Boy, they're giving him a pretty generous spot there inside the one. Well, Marsh
1: is doing a great job. He just rolls out. He's a left-handed quarterback, and he rolls out looking at the receivers, and no one's stepping up to put pursuit on him. So you know he's able to pick up huge chunks of yards. It's going to be uh, ball's going to be laying with the tip of the ball uh, right at the goal line.
3: Yeah. I- Looked like he might have got to the two, but they give him progress down inside the one-yard line. So it's going to be third down and goal from inside the one. And a Marsh again on a keeper. I don't know that he made it. Oh, 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 my goodness. You know, I think Mr. Marsh
1: got caught by surprise because I think he thought he was going to walk into the end zone, and he was blasted right at the uh, goal line. Uh, I guess he got the ball over, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing the light display here that Derby has now where they can strobe the lights on and off and do colors. So big deal here in Mill Valley. They're up on top of the Panthers 20 to 7 with 9.51 remaining here in the first half.
3: Well, I know he sure got smacked. It looked like he got smacked short of the goal up here, but, you know, we don't have the best angle. Like I here, said, so. that's
1: not something you teach your quarterback. You don't ever just walk in and he almost, uh, got caught
3: short and the extra point is good so panthers now after the turnover they trail 21 7 with 951 left in the half so you know the panthers you know they, they haven't had a lot go their way tonight but you know they just need to keep hanging in there keep patient keep after things and uh, well
1: you have to loosen up mill valley you have to be able to throw the ball downfield you know that the screen passes dump passes work too but you got to loosen them up because right now they're playing Dylan, uh, Dylan and, uh, Limb very tight. They know that, uh, one
3: of those two guys touches the football. Well, they need to hit, they need to, like you said, they need to loosen them up. They've got three other receivers they could go to and, uh, you know, but kids are playing hard. You know, you got to give them that. They're playing very hard right now and, uh, uh they're going to get back in this ball game.
1: Yeah, we said it was going to be a chess match coming in with, with both coaches, coaching staffs knowing each other very well. Even junior football wise, these guys see each other all the time. They talk about it. And and we know Coach Clark has a playbook that, uh, goes really, really deep. So we'll see what uh, adjustments are made.
3: Yeah, kick it off. Tennant. And we, again, we expect the ball to go into the end zone. He's not getting any help from the wind, that's for sure. That should be in the end zone. That's his farthest yet. It was almost out of the end zone with no wind help. So the kid's got a big-time leg, and uh, he'll be kicking somewhere at the next level.
1: Yeah, like I said, in got, high school football, you don't usually see kick, kickers that are 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. You just don't see it. This kid, This kid's one of those guys that... A college staff can put a little weight on him and go, Hey, we got a guy back here that can blow your doors off if you try and run it back.
3: Yeah, and you don't Yeah. You don't see kickers at the next level even hardly at six foot five and and he, he's big kid. I think he's weighing probably one hundred and ninety five, two hundred pounds, and uh he's just a big kid, got a good got a lot of leg. First and ten Panthers from the twenty. They trailed twenty one seven after the fumble in the short walk and wash he keeps it but he has nowhere to go he there there's just no place for him to go
1: well lamb's getting to the line and he's just coming to a dead stop there's nowhere there mill valley pursues so hard they just blew him up he's going to lose a couple yards and you know, we've had a lot of negative yardage uh on running plays so far
3: well they're playing eight nine in the box mill valley is so that that's you know that's why you like you say you got to loosen these guys up or they'll just keep smothering Number eight number two. To give it to Edwards. He gets back to the line of scrimmage, the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and 10 for the Panthers. As we said,
1: Bill Valley's a very physical team. That time it looked like maybe Dylan was going to find some daylight, and he was just stood straight up in the air and dropped.
3: It's 21 7 with 8.50 to go in the first half. Panthers. They'll have it third down and long again. They've been in this situation many times tonight.
1: Now we need to convert one of those third and longs. The last time we converted it, it went for a touchdown.
3: Let's do it again. I'm sure Mill Valley would be looking for a screen this time. Back to pass. Wash pulls it down. He throw, just throws it up in the air. And it luckily it was not intercepted. So it's going to be fourth down. Panthers will be forced to punt, trailing 21-7. Yeah,
1: that was probably not a great decision by Lim. The, the, the pocket kind of collapsed on him, and I wasn't sure when he stepped up. I thought he might take off and Instead, he just kind of threw a Hail Mary, and his arm was hit right at the last bit, and the ball just fluttered uh, towards the middle of the field. No Panther receiver anywhere in the vicinity.
3: Well, the Panthers are not very comfortable, I think, at third down and long. You know, they expect to get something on first and second down with their ground game, and Mill Valley just not allowed that. But they're playing eight guys for sure, seven to eight guys in the box, and, you know, they're going to stop the run. Nice punt by Stewart's going to be fielded at about the 44. Panthers surround him at about, oh, they're going to, wow. He just kept staggering forward. And he got back out to the Panther 48-yard line after getting hit at about the Mill Valley 47. Well,
1: Ken, you're talking about a kid here that's uh, 6'5", 190 pounds. He's got some true potential. I mean, because any college is going to look at him and go, I can throw 20, 30 pounds on this young man in a heartbeat. He just showed uh, <laughs> some tenacity picking up that extra five yards.
3: Panther defense needs to, needs to step up here. First of 10, inside the Panther 50 at the 48-yard line. Back to pass goes Marsh. He pulls it down, takes off running, gets out of bounds at about the Panther 38-yard line. First Yeah, down. He,
1: he's got too much time back here, and he's just sitting back there and waiting and waiting and waiting. Smart kid, because that time he just stepped up and followed his blockers
3: to pick up big yardage. Yes. He's He's got enough time back there that he can just, I mean, he can wait for his receiver to clear, or he yeah. can take off running. Well, one thing you don't want to do
1: is let a good quarterback get comfortable. And, man, Panthers so far have let him get comfortable.
3: Straight ahead. Breaks three Panther tackles. Gets inside the ten. Oh, and he dropped the football. Oh, he's out of bounds. Oh, he's back out of at bounds about the, at about the eight yard yeah, line. He so stepped so out of bounds. So
1: he tried to dive to the end zone, but he'd stepped out of bounds. But man, right now their uh, their their speed of the game is faster than our speed of the game.
3: Yeah, we're, we, we didn't tackle very well on that play anyway. Twenty-one-seven, and Mill Valley's threatening again with just just under eight minutes to go in the first half first and goal again from the eight they give it straight ahead to the tailback this time he gets knocked down after maybe a yard gain
1: A Panther stood him up that time for very little gain. Well, this is one of those situations you really need to keep Mill Valley out of the end zone. They lead 21-7. We're seven and a half minutes left here in the first half.
3: He didn't pick up anything on first down. It's second and goal from the eight. Back to pass. Marsh has got a lot of time. Then he ducks up and gets a little... He hits into a little lane and picks up six yards.
1: Now, he's, he's, uh, you know, when you see a left-handed quarterback out there, it's so, uh, different for the defenses. Marsh is just a good athlete. He, he steps up and, uh, you gotta keep, get a hat on him. I think one thing that you gotta make the adjustment at halftime is somebody's gotta put a hat on number seven at all times.
3: Well, he, he just snuck through a little bit of a lane and not too big a lane and, uh, was able to pick up six yards. So it's third down and goal. Now that now that Mill Valley's calling timeout. So the ball's resting on about ah, just outside the two. So uh, they trail Panthers 21-7, and Mill Valley's threatening to go up big.
1: Now they they're threatening to go back big, I think if you're uh coach Clark out here now you gotta you gotta give guys some gut check time you really do you gotta say hey I know we got a lot of young guys out here a lot of a lot of senior leadership that we're replacing, but somebody's gotta check step up i mean you gotta you gotta want this thing and we knew coming in Bill Valley's a great football team coached by uh coach appleby and and uh you know they're 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 at home tonight. We said, you know, they've limited the fans here uh, greatly for tonight's ball game due to COVID. Uh, but you know what? Step up and play.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, Panther fans tonight have been sitting on their hands for most of the night. But uh, you know they 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 come out pretty good. There's they probably got the max tickets they could get and got people up here. So not like the that we don't have any fans in the stands because we do. Mill Valley lead twenty one seven. Third down, and it looks like two and a half to go from the two and a half. Back to pass. Got a man out in the flat. Touchdown.
1: Wow. Just a little just a little out route and with the left handed quarterback he just flipped it out. Uh, Panthers now trail twenty seven to seven.
3: Yeah, that was that was just a a little out route. We had a guy right there, but, you know, that's a hard one to cover. And And uh, well-thrown football. And Marsh threw the ball well. Put it right where he had to put it. I I thought it was going to be picked, but he put it right where he had to put it. We had that good of coverage before he threw the ball. I thought we might pick that one. Panthers trail big. 28-7, 28-7, 6.25 to go in the half. Mill Valley's had everything go their way. Uh Panthers have had a few penalties. they put the ball on the ground. Uh, it, yeah, it, just, I think this
1: far you're see, what you're seeing is a very good Mill Valley football team that are firing all cylinders. You're seeing a Panther football team, very good, very young. Panthers need to get things going. They're a much better football team than what we're seeing right now.
3: Well, I, I think you're right. They, they've got some talent out there, and they're not going to give up, that's for sure. we got a lot of football left. we got two quarters and a half to go, over two and a half quarters. The Panthers can get back in this. A little offense, some defense. They'll get right back in it.
1: Yeah, you're you're just like I said. You're seeing a good Mill Valley football team tonight in in week one. A football we've seen this before with many many teams. That uh, first week, a lot of jitters, and and you grow up a lot in
3: week one.
0: KDK KQLP Derby
3: back deep for the Panthers is Dylan Edwards, and I believe it's Reed Liston on the far side. But I don't, I don't believe they'll get a chance to return it. This uh going to start calling him Thunderleg. That's tenant. Yeah, that's going to go way deep. That's out of the end zone. So, so far he started with one in the middle, one almost out, and another one completely out of the end zone.
1: Yeah, he's got quite a leg, no question about that. Panthers need to generate offense. I mean, we have the screen pass that we scored on, but short of that, you know, we don't have, uh, again, due to COVID, our stats guys aren't in here with us. We hope to have stats at halftime. They're clear on the other end and separating everybody, but I don't think you're going to see that the Panthers have generated much offense here in the first half.
3: We are, we are in a booth by ourselves. Edwards, and he gets maybe a yard or two on first down. Looks like they're going to give him close to three. So it's going to be second down and six, seven and a half. Trips to the near side, Washington Edwards in the backfield. Quick pass. I don't know that it was caught. They say it was caught.
1: That was hard to see again. That was on the Panther sideline. And, uh, fortunately it is caught, so it brings up third and short. We faced a lot of third and longs tonight.
3: I think that was Caden Brown on the catch, and it was a very low pass, and he went, that's why I couldn't, I couldn't tell it was on the far side of the field. And, uh, the official was right there, so we'll take it. Now we, now we've got a little bit bigger playbook at third down and, and a couple, two and a half. Wash cuts up. Not gonna get there. Gonna be short.
1: Uh, these guys are getting great support from their linebackers and corners. I mean they're filling the gaps quickly and they know that uh the guy that's gonna have the ball in that in that situation, there was no question that that Lim was gonna keep the football it brings up fourth and uh two yards to go. Panthers are gonna have to punt the football again. Doyle, I'm gonna say it now. I think the Panthers have punted as much tonight. As we did all last season.
3: I, I'm not so sure you're wrong. 28-7, 445 left. They're gonna give the ball right back to Mill Valley. Mill Valley just scored. Panthers go three and out again. They just haven't been any been able to do anything offensively. And and again Mill Valley's it looks like we got another penalty against the Panthers.
1: Yeah, there's 4.30 remaining here in the half. Panthers trail
3: 28-7. Well, you gotta
1: really think about, it. you don't want to fall down 35-7 before the half.
3: Another delay of game on the Panthers,
1: because Mill Valley is gonna get good field
3: set positioning again. They move the ball back to the 22 yard line. Again, as I said, another three and out by the Panthers. Good, good snap. Panthers down there at the Mill Valley 48, so they're going to have excellent field position tonight. They've played most of the game in the Panther end of the field, so the defense is going to have to, uh, you know, they're going to have to come to play now. 4:20 to go. Panthers trail by three scores, 28-7.
1: Well, you gotta figure out how to stop Marsh. I mean, that's the, the whole key. And right now he's just been playing off of, uh, you know, of uh, what we do. And if, uh, if our guys cover deep on him, he just takes the ball and runs it.
3: Panthers need a stop here. They need, they need something to go their way. They really haven't had a whole lot go their way so far tonight. They give it on the ground to the tailback. He picks up a couple of yards. He does a lot of stuttering and stammering stuff, and uh, if if he can make a guy miss, he's pretty effective. But if he can't make that first guy miss, Panthers bottle him up pretty well. That would be Quinn And Mill Valley
1: does a great job spreading the Derby Panther defense out.
3: Second and eight, 28-7 lead by the Mill Valley Jaguars. Quick pass. Now he drops it, and decides to run. And he gets—he might have got sacked. Yes, he did. He lost three yards, so it's going to be third down and about eleven. So you know the Panthers have been here before, so you know they might need to put a spy on number seven <laughs> because he'll probably try to pass. But if he—you know—again, if he can set back there till that, close, and that's all they're using—crossing patterns.
1: Any any bet on who his target will be?
3: Uh, I'm going to bet. Five. <laughs> That's gonna be my bet. Clock's moving. Three oh nine left in the half. Panthers trail twenty eight seven.
1: They're gonna call a timeout. I think.
3: They let the play clock run down to zero and then called a timeout on third and long.
1: I cheated. I watched Coach Appleby walk up to the side judge.
3: Yeah, it's it's uh this this is a big, I think this is a big big play here for the Panthers if they can stop them here they could probably get some decent field position and uh, you know if they get some decent field position they can unload their offense because they've been so deep in their own territory all night your playbook gets pretty small when you're you know when you're that deep in your territory there's not a whole lot you can do but you know if they get into a point where they can get out to the 30-35 yard line on a possession then they can open up a little bit more
1: that's a. We've said it several times tonight. This is a big third down uh, play for the Panthers.
3: Bill Valley breaks their sideline huddle again. It's third down and just over ten. Not much over ten. They're on, and they. This could be four down territory for them with three minutes left. Marsh is the quarterback. Wittnow is back with him. Marsh back to pass. Panthers rushing him. Yep. Oh, my goodness, who caught that one?
1: That's our first I, I, down. I, that was a different guy that time. That, that was Kester Jacob was Hartman. You know, again, a uh, good-sized young man. Hartman, six foot one sixty-five, and he just cut across the middle. And again, you can't give Marsh that kind of time. He they just they just let him sit in the pocket.
3: Marsh, uh, he he had probably I'd say three seconds, maybe more. To throw the football, and if you got that much time, somebody's going to get open. Yeah, that, get the kid's
1: open. playing with a ton of confidence right now. He's got a lot of time sitting back there, and he's just picking the Panthers apart.
3: Well, if we can't get to him, he—you know—he's certainly picking us apart, and we haven't got to him yet. They give it straight up the middle to Wittenauer. He picks up a yard, maybe two. it'll be second long, two two fifteen to go panthers trail 28 7 in a game really you got to call it like it is it's been dominated by uh, mill valley in the first half Yeah, there's no question about that i see one of the panthers uh like he's tired but the defense has played a lot tonight so far panthers showing blitz searing blitzes Marsh breaks a big hole. He's gonna go into the, for the touchdown.
1: Yeah, he just waltzes into the end zone the last five yards. He really, uh, was turned around and basically mocked the Panthers like, hey, this stuff's easy. And,
3: and yeah, he, he might as well danced in there. I mean, he, he's kind of, and I don't mean this badly, but, you know, he was kind of mugging, mugging Derby when he went into the, when he went into the end zone. And, uh, uh, and you know you don't need
1: that. I mean, you you know you're, you're obviously we're going to score, but I didn't know what the officials. I wasn't going to be shocked to see an official throw a flag for uh, for some celebration. Yeah, but, it not wouldn't, it wouldn't And all of a sudden, Panthers. I mean, we got 144 left before half. We're down 34 to seven.
3: Well, I get. I guess when you're that far ahead, you can mug the other team a little bit, but it, it's not. It doesn't look good to me, and I have never liked that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, Panthers trail thirty-five-seven. They got a lot of time to go. Minute forty-four, they're going to have to pull something together. Uh, They got to keep their heads up. I mean, they they can't. The coaching staff cannot let them get their heads down. Uh, This, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Mill Valley's not this much better than we are.
1: No, I I tend to agree with you. It's just every you know the kids everything's gone wrong, everything that could go wrong's gone wrong, and this first time you know these kids you know you go clear back into to middle school these kids have not faced adversity where they've had to be down like this, so I think this is a, a point where you gotta really coach them up you gotta yeah. you gotta hey let's get back in this ball game we don't ever just lay down for someone and mentally these kids are gonna have to pick themselves up
3: yeah th- this game's not over there's they're still you know. There's still 24 minutes plus left in the ballgame. And, you know, it just takes – it's like Mill Valley. It just takes a couple of stops and a couple of breaks, and you'll you'll put three or four scores on the board. So Panthers just need to stay positive, keep trying, and don't get your daubers down. And there's a big old long Thunderfoot kick, but a little bit longer than the last one, so – and he's getting stronger as the night goes long panthers are going to have it on the 20 and they trail 35 to 7
1: well you gotta have something positive going into half you really do you gotta go into the locker room and and you hopefully you can put seven points on the board but you gotta be able to go in and say hey we're starting to make pass plays we're we're having to do things but I really do, Doyle. I think you got to be able to throw the ball downfield to have some some success.
3: Well, one thing we have to do is we have to get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you can't let him sit back there.
1: Well, and right now, you know, we're we're Panther fans, obviously, but we're being dominated on both sides of the football.
3: Right now, we are. We are really getting beat both sides of the ball. Thatcher in motion. Penalty marker on the Panthers. Dylan Edwards, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, but I'm going to guess it's going to be. Uh, we we were turned, our,
1: our our receiver was turned upfield before the snap of the football.
3: That, that's since the side judge is the one line judge is the one that called it. I'm I'm going to guess that's exactly what happened because I was watching our motion man. Yep, there it is. Uh, We made it easy
1: because he he did it right in front of the official, and he did cut up field too soon. So, again, another penalty is going to shoot the Panthers in
3: the foot. Yep, it's going to be another five-yard penalty, so it's going to be first down and 15 with 136 left, and they're now on their 15. So, Wash... Along with Edwards are in the backfield. Back to pa- and we got another penalty marker. Looked like the pass was caught by Mercer Thatcher, but it's gonna be on the Panthers to the line judge on the other side threw that one.
1: You know, uncharacteristic of the Panthers. I I, I think that's gonna be one of the things that's gonna drive Coach Clark crazy is the amount of penalties against this team
3: it's been a lot in the first half we'll see what this one is but i'm sure it's against the Panthers. yeah false start on the panthers yeah, so that's it's mental it.
1: mistakes that drive you crazy and we've had a lot of mental mistakes tonight
3: move it back another five yards i mean this is just 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 mental mistakes So here we go. It's first and 20. They trail 35-7. Back to pass goes wash. He throws it up on a screen pass. Looked like Dylan Edwards. And he gets back almost to the original line of scrimmage, and then he gets knocked out of bounds. So it's going to be second down and probably, I don't know, I'm I'm guessing 10, 11 yards to go, 11 or, 11 or 12 yards to go.
1: Well, that's the only play the Derby's had any success with is that. Sooner or later, Mill Valley's going to pick up on that. And they're going to watch where Dylan and Edwards
3: is at. Well, that that pass was just kind of looped over the top. That could have been picked off as well. So there wasn't any zip on that pass. There's a penalty marker I don't know. It's going well, to be think, offsides.
1: I think we're going to catch Mill Valley that time. Yeah. So, Kent, Mill Valley, if I'm not I think Mill Valley's only had two penalties here in the first half.
3: That's, yeah, we've had... We had two penalties in the first possession. So now that moves it out to about the 24. So it's back to pass goes still a little screen out to and just not a good, good pass there. It's third down and long.
1: No, Lim, Lim hasn't looked. Super comfortable tonight so far. And last year, one of the things about Lim was he just came into the ball game. He was comfortable. I don't know. He I know he missed a great deal of the, of the fall practices with an ankle injury. He doesn't seem to be hobbled by it, but he just it, it's like his timing's off a little bit.
3: Yeah, it is. It, it looks like it. But a
1: good team can make you have your timing off.
3: But yeah, you're right. Mill Valley has a little bit to do with that timing issue. Minute thirteen left. Panthers trail thirty-five-seven. We're in the second quarter. Who'd have thunk it? Panthers show a lot of motion. Back to pass goes Wash. Pulls it down. Going to try to run for it. He's made it. First down, 40. Close to midfield. So big play there by Lim Wash.
1: And it was all Lim Wash as he's able to take the ball and cut up field, weave in and out. Picks up a big first down, gets into Mill Valley,
3: Valley territory. Well, they've got it right at midfield. And it's going to be first and 10. That's, gosh, I don't know. I hope we have some stats, but that's not very many first downs for us tonight, but it was a nice run by Lim Wash. Minute left, 35-7, Mill Valley. Statue of Liberty. And he picked up maybe five, so it's going to be. Second down. Panthers have to hurry.
1: Well, coach called timeout. So we, we call, he was standing right there as soon as the play was done. He called timeout. But, you know, yeah, we, again, coach has a big, deep playbook and he's going to have to dig into it tonight.
3: Yeah, I think, I think he's going to have to get on page four or five tonight. Uh, uh, again, the, the kids trail 35-7 and we're under a minute to go before halftime. But, you know, they played hard. You got, you got to give them that. Uh, Mill Valley's played hard and, uh, again probably part of the reason that uh, we're trailing is got to do with mill valley you can't turn the ball over you you know you can't play out of your own end and so panthers have made a few mistakes but uh you know they're correctable mistakes Uh, we
1: we said mill valley has a
3: ton of returning starters
1: from last year derby's replacing a ton of guys so you know there's some youth there's some experience in there that that plays a factor but uh you know, if you're Panthers, you just got to go uh, back to the drawing board at halftime and and resketch this thing.
3: Mill Valley's got as many starters as we're replacing. We're replacing 16 starters, and I think Mill Valley has 14 or 15 starters back. Wash gets to the outside, makes a guy miss. Looks like he gets out of bounds. It's going to be close to a first down, but short.
1: Yeah. More importantly, he's able to stop the clock with. Forty-nine seconds here and the half. Again, Panthers trail thirty-five to seven. If you're just joining us, it's, uh, it's pretty much been all Mill Valley so far tonight.
3: Well, it looks like it looks like they're giving them they're giving them a first down. Their ball's on the forty of Mill Valley. There's forty-nine seconds left. Panthers have one timeout. No, it's like they have two timeouts, unless the scoreboard is wrong. Pitched it out to Edwards. He gets hit hard at about the 35 and goes down in, goes down inside the 35. He's a hard runner. He only weighs about 150, 55 pounds.
1: Now Panthers have to hurry. The clock's down to 34 seconds here and they're having trouble getting to the line of scrimmage.
3: Maybe they just have one timeout. I can't read the scoreboard over there. It's too far away. Back to pass. Little screen pass is set up. It's a throwback. Caught, and there's a penalty marker on the play. Oh, we're going to have a
1: lineman downfield. I see him way down the field. if That ball was ill advised too. I mean, he threw it back against his uh, body, and we had a guy come slide in and make the catch. But those are dangerous passes.
3: It was a nice catch, uh,
1: but I'm going to bet this is a lineman downfield. It looked like we had a guy way down.
3: I don't know what the play was originally. I mean, I don't know what was set up, but. Uh... Uh, there was four or five Mill Valley guys in after Lim. You know, he didn't have a second. I mean, if, if our guys could put that much pressure on Marsh, <laughs> you know, it might be a different story here. But exactly right. Watch did not have any time. 15 seconds left. Panthers trail 35-7. We're in the second quarter. now fake reverse to dylan edwards he makes two or three guys miss oh he makes a good cut he gets a first down and he stops the clock with five seconds left
1: panthers have a timeout they need to use it five seconds left great play i mean that was drawn up perfectly mill valley bit on the reverse edwards takes it and he's electrifying and the kid's got great speed he takes the ball down deep into mill valley territory but you got time really for one play here
3: yeah and, and and he he only had one guy to beat. I mean, if he, if he beats that guy, then Panthers, you know, have some positive to work on at halftime. I don't know where he got to. It seemed like he, evidently he did I thought he got down inside the 10, but evidently he did. It's like
1: the ball's laying about the 11, 12. 12 yard line. Yeah. But nice play. I mean, you see the speed that Dylan Edwards has. I see why Coach Clark's talking about he has just that little bit of extra step in him
3: yeah he made some pretty good moves on some guys he 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 made a couple of guys uh you know they may have to have ankle surgery after that play because he made a couple of them miss pretty bad but uh you know that's open field too and
1: uh oh i i'm telling you i'd take a dylan edwards open field on about anyone after just seeing a couple of his, his runs tonight
3: Panthers have about one play to see if they can put one in the end zone. Bill Valley's gonna put some pressure on. They, they don't have, they're not playing eight in the box now. Panthers show a lot of movement. Back to pass. Wash pulls it down. And it's incomplete.
1: I thought I really thought that he was going to maybe run the football that time but he he elects to throw the ball and unfortunately he hits the turf so Panthers are going to trail big going into halftime uncharted territory for the Panthers as they trail 35 to
0: 7
3: Yeah and uh, you know I, I'm with you I thought he I thought he was going to pull it down and run it cuz he cleared the first wave of uh rushers and uh then he decided to throw it and I really don't know who he was throwing it to to be totally honest But you know, you you get in the situation the Panthers in. There's a little extra pressure, and you know, like you said, you just you just got to play this ball game, and you know, just keep keep trying, keep getting after it, and uh, you know, good things will start happening.
1: Well, I think if you're Coach Clark, you're gonna you you know you got to go into halftime. I mean, this is this is uncharted for them. I mean, you're going in with a big deficit, and and I think you got to make some adjustments, and you got to go, hey guys, if nothing else, man, we're going out. All out second half, and I'm going to find some guys, you know, that, to step up. I mean, somebody step up. We it's a long season. One game doesn't make a season, but you got to have some positives come out of this.
3: Yeah, I uh, was visiting with the guy next door and uh, a little bit, and, and uh, you know, I told him I said this. You know, at first of the game, I wouldn't have expected this kind of a score at halftime. No, no way. I'd have, I'd have bet the house that it wouldn't have happened. but it it's real thirty-five-seven. But early on, uh, you know, people from Mill Valley, you know, they're thinking, boy. This, this is going to be a good game. And, I and I'm you know, I'm saying, you know, either one of these teams, the loser could go win their division, you know, as a state championship. And they you know, all I'm to
1: kind that. of waiting. So, you know, Coach Starkey's just now getting his kids off the field. They started to run off to the locker room, and he got them back and met them at midfield. And I, I don't know what that was all about, but he, he didn't let them exit. So I'm sure he's none too happy with, with what's going on right now.
3: Well, yeah, and, and you know, if you're not – I guess if you're not playing as good as you practice, you know, then you know. And I don't know that these kids would have came in overconfident. I mean, I just don't. The coaching staff doesn't let that happen. But right now, they're just getting outplayed, and and uh, they, and again, they a
1: lot of youth. Yeah. But you know what? It, it, it's it's as we like to say, baptism under fire. And right now, the Panthers are going to have to really step up their ballgame.
3: Mental, mental, and physical mistakes have have really done us in and uh again we've got another half to go and and if you're coach clark i mean you're you're saying hey don't give up guys it's not a big deal not a big deal just just keep going so uh you know panthers trail i don't want to say big they just trail 35 7 uh at halftime this is panther football on alive 105 katie kq your home for Panther football. We'll be back.
5: Since 1970, Willhide Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Willhide Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football.
0: We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KVKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web.
6: You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it.
5: It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy-efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football.
0: The Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at DerbyRec.com or on Facebook at DerbyRec. Radio
5: Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a live 105 in Derby Panther
0: football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they've built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorpor- A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football.
6: Granny Cletus, did you find the book you wanted? I've been trying on this dad gum computer, but it says these romance stories are all the way out in Goddard. That's okay, Granny. Now, with the CanShare Consortium, we can request any book from any library in our system and have it delivered to our home library right here in Derby. And with our CanShare library card, we can check out items in Andover, Goddard, and Park City. Well, ain't that a hoot? Now I can get all my favorites. Hello, Cowboy Carl. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library.
3: Well, we're back at uh, the jaguar stadium here in uh, shawnee kansas home of the mill valley jaguars where they are setting on a 35-7 win over the panther or lead over the panthers at halftime uh, it's just you know you got it you got to tell it like it is uh, mill valley's outplayed is so far so far in the first two quarters
1: oh no question and you know Doyle, it just hasn't been a typical Derby Panther football game thus far. And as you said, uh, you know we're not to make excuses because you really can't. And I know Coach Clark won't make excuses, but we're replacing a ton of experienced guys. Where Mill Valley comes in with a ton of experienced guys back on the roster. But if you ask me or you with the score being 35 to 7 at halftime I think you you and I both would have bet the farm on it that we thought it was going to be a good ball game. I think you and I talked on the way up that this is going to be one of those nights that a break here or a break there may give this ball game away and right now it's being dominated by Mill Valley. Well,
3: but you got you got to look at what the Panthers have have done and again, we don't want to make excuses, but you know they they've turned the ball over a couple of times deep in their own territory. They've they've had plenty of penalties that have backed them up you know they it, it seems like it's been second long third and long for them the whole day the one touchdown they had was a i believe a screen pass and it was on a second or a third and long as well so uh you know they've just had penalties and you know just just a lot of bugaboos maybe you know maybe they'll get it get all that stuff out of their system in, in tonight's game
1: well you know if i'm coach clark at halftime i'm not happy i mean you're, you're obviously got a lot of things to talk about but Man, I think the upside's tremendous. I think you got to go in and go, hey, we're probably lucky it's thirty-five to seven. I mean, you know, we got to make some adjustments and changes, and there. And I agree with you. Derby's not this bad, and and you know, right now they're making Mill Valley look like phenomenal athletes, and good Mill Valley team, no question about it. But Panthers are not playing up to the caliber of football they're capable.
3: Of. No, they aren't yet. But uh, again, we've got another half, and and you know, I don't know how this game's going to come out. I don't know how it's going to end up. But here's what I do know. I think we're going to see a different Panther team in the second half. I I really do. I I think the coaches will get in there. They're very good at making adjustments. They're very good at at getting things going. And I I just, I just see the kids playing better. And don't get me wrong. These kids haven't given up in the first half. They're playing their rears off. And uh, it's just, they've just had some mental and physical mistakes.
1: Well, and like I said, we got a tremendous coaching staff. I know that they're going to go in, draw things, make it, adjustments get these kids fired up so you know for the first half let's go ahead and get into some stats uh mill valley 15 first downs panthers nine i, I really thought it was going to be more lopsided than that rushing yards uh in favor of mill valley 138 to 88 for the panthers uh completions uh you know panthers are four for eight mill Valley's nine for 12 103 passing yards for the Panthers. Again, a lot of that came on that screen pass of Dylan Edwards. 108 uh, yard passing yards for Mill Valley. I'm a bit surprised by this, but again, a couple big plays by the Panthers made things look a little bit better. 191 total yards for the Panthers in the first half, 246 for Mill Valley. But again, short side of the field makes a big difference. Mill Valley's played in derby territory most of the first half
3: they have and and again uh, one of the things panthers i'm I'm sure that they're going to work on at halftime and and try to get some some results is the fact that uh uh marsh has had lots of time to stand back there and he's really hurt us i mean he they're they're, they're running past pass patterns that take a long time to develop and uh, those crossing patterns and they're they're being covered well he's just putting the ball on the numbers
1: well I and mean, here's a couple stats this makes sense. I mean, turnovers, Panthers have one, Mill Valley has none. Third down conversions tells you a lot. Panthers are two for seven, Mill Valley's five for seven. So pretty successful on third down conversions. Panthers uh, 0 for two on fourth down conversions. So, you know, sacks, Panthers have sustained uh, a couple sacks for eight negative yards. I mean, you know, those that tells you kind of the flow of the ball game.
3: Yeah, it, it's... uh it's something. That Panthers have a lot to improve on, and you know, if you're Mill Valley, uh, what are you talking about at halftime? And you know, let's keep our let's keep our our momentum going. And uh, you know, it's it's uh it's going to be a very interesting second half, I think. But but I, I really feel we'll see a, a different Panther football team take the field, and and they could certainly make a statement the first possession because Mill Valley will have it, and if the defense can come out really really take care of business.
1: Well, individual stats in the first half. Again, yeah, not super impressive for the Panthers. Uh, throwing the football, Limb Wash, four for eight, 103 yards. Dylan Edwards has two of the catches for 93 yards. Again, one on the big screen pass that he took to the house. Uh, uh, Igo has one for six yards. Reed, less than one for four yards as far as catching. In the rushing part, Limb Wash, nine carries for 52 yards. Dylan Edwards, seven carries for 44 yards. Uh, again, just 246 yards for the Panthers in the first half.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, again, it's statistically, you know, it, it it doesn't look that good for the Panthers, but you know, again, uh, first game of the year, uh, coaches are in and, uh, we feel like they'll make some good adjustments at halftime and and come out like Well, Cooper
1: Marsh for for Mill Valley, I mean, tells you he's nine for 12 right now for 108 yards and rushing the football, he's got 11 rushes for 87 yards. So Mr. Marsh is accounting for the bulk <laughs> of the offense right now for Mill Valley.
3: Yeah, and and he, like I said, he's had lots of time to pass and and uh he's he's waiting for these long receiving receiving uh patterns to open up. And uh, he, he's doing a good job in that regard. So, you know, it, it's 35-7. That's, you know, that's the bottom line.
1: That's that's a stat that we don't like to talk about. But, again, I think we'll see a big change here, hopefully, in the second half.
3: Well, we're about, uh, oh, I'm going to guess five and a half, six minutes away from the start of the second half. Uh, this is Panther football on KDKQ Live 105, your home for Panther football. We will be back. Biddles Auto,
0: located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs, offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddles is always there. Biddles Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddles Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football.
2: Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing
6: hot breakfast all day, every day, at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby
2: is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, riversidecafewichita.com. For more information, they can be
6: reached at 425-0057.
0: Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football serving the derby
5: area since 1976 shelton collision is here for all your repair needs shelton collision offers paintless repair body and mechanical work along with rental cars and towing services located at 325 west patriot in derby shelton collision is there to help you through any accident related repairs shelton collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and derby
0: panther football We'd like to thank d Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products, from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. d Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be Reach 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on the website, dnmmechanicals.com. The Derby Historical Museum is open to visitors every Saturday through October 26th. New this year are the McConnell
5: Room and a TP and rope-tying station in the Scouting Room. For more information
1: and to make a tour request, contact Susan Sweeney at 788-7851.
5: The Derby Farmers Market will be at Madison Park from 8 a.m. to noon every Saturday. The Kansas Grown Derby Farmers Market offers a variety of local fresh produce. baked goods, plants, jams, meats, arts, and more. So bring the family and your four-legged friend to Madison Park to experience the Derby Farmers Market. Interested on how to be a vendor? You can reach out to Trina Bradley at 706-5535.
3: In need of some
6: weekly inspiration, join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead.
0: Let faith
1: arise. The kind of faith that we live, the kind of faith that functions, the kind of faith that the crowd around us doesn't understand. And when we begin to demonstrate the kind of faith that nobody can figure out, then we can actually become the light of the world.
6: Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Hey there, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown, getting ready for this Labor Day weekend show when Toby Mac stops by to talk about staying grounded and accountable. Chris Tomlin will be here to share thoughts on living by faith. And Danny Gokey tells us all about focusing on what God wants instead of what we want. And we'll hear future hits this week from Hillsong Worship. Featuring Tasha Copps Leonard And Passion featuring Christian Stanfill. Saturday afternoons at 3pm On Alive 105 Music that's good for you
3: We're back at uh, Shawnee, Kansas At the home of the Mill Valley Jaguars Where the Panthers are trailing 35-7 In the second half uh, Evan, it was a tough first half for the Panthers But uh, we'll see what these young men are made of In the second half
1: Well, and again, I think you go in at halftime. If you coach Clark, we saw him. It took him a while to get off the field. I mean, he kept him on the field. I, I I think if anything, you know, you got you got a gut check. You got to really tell these kids, man. I don't care what the score is, we're not going to give up one little bit. And I I don't think you'll see it. I think you're going to see some kids that come back. This is derby football. These are these are guys that I don't care what age they are, what they what they've done. You got to say, Hey guys, we don't, we don't give up the ship. I don't care. And and I know coach Clark well enough. I know coach Weedrick well enough. They're not going to accept giving up.
3: Yeah. It's, I I think we're going to see, again, I think we're going to see a better Panther team in the second half. And, and you know, it's, it's, this is just one of those nights. I mean, anybody can lay an egg, you know, and so far, uh, you know, the first, we just haven't done much in the first half. We've been outplayed, uh, two minute penalties, uh, that kind of stuff, but you know, these kids are very capable of coming back and, and putting a good second half together. And, and I just, I just think they will.
1: Yeah. These are those situations, you know, you like to ask kids, Hey, we're in a hole. Do we use the shovel to dig that hole deeper. Do we dig our way, way out? I think you're going to see some derby kids digging their way out in the second half.
3: Yeah. I know that, uh, I know that Mill Valley will get the ball to start the second half, which, uh, you know, we knew that at the start of the ball game, but, uh, uh, you know, Panther defense will just have to uh, step up and take care of business.
1: Well, and and, and I think you know you look at the, to have success. I think offensively, we've said it. You're going to have to be able to throw the ball downfield. You're good. They're going to be keying on on Dylan Edwards and uh, Lim Wash. I mean, there's no question about that. Panthers showed a little bit of success going into the right before halftime. They got the ball down to the inside the ten yard line, and they had some success. So you got to play off of that.
3: Yes, you got you got a feed off of that and I'm I'm sure that you know the coaching staff has they've done their part uh you know they got they got the kids in at halftime I'm sure they made the the right adjustments if any and it may just be a fact that hey we've got to execute we're 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 doing what we want to do we're just not executing so we'll see how it goes uh, as uh you know the clock blinds down to the uh into the obligatory warm-up period, so uh, we're ready to start the second half. Uh, Panthers trail in this one, 35-7. They'll be kicking the Mill Valley, so uh, hopefully, uh, you know, again, the Panther uh, defense will step up and and kind of shut Mill Valley off and give some momentum to the Panthers.
1: Well, and, you know, what better way to start? You know, if you can come out and put points on the board, you you build off that momentum.
3: They're gonna. Have, I don't know if they're gonna. Panthers are taking the field and and they come out with their kick team. It looks like Simmons will be kicking off again. And I don't know. Mill Valley hadn't broke their sideline huddle yet. They've got a couple of guys back. In uh, looks like Kendrick Jones is back along with Jacob Hartman. And so you know those two guys are. They're wide receivers, one of them six foot, one of them six foot five, so they're pretty big targets, and uh, Mercer's been using them up tonight.
1: And I don't know, I was sitting there thinking when we were talking that Panthers were getting the ball, but then I had to recall that we did defer to, or they, Bell Valley got the toss and deferred the second half, so not the way the Panthers want to start, but defensively, if you're Coach Wheatrick it is. Hey, guys, come out and let's stop them, get the ball back and score.
3: Yeah, let's send him a message. You know, that, that's gotta be Coach what Coach Wheatridge said. Hey, we're 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 gonna play. High end over end kick's gonna come down at about the seven yard line. Panthers cover it pretty good. They rack him up just short of the twenty, maybe right about the twenty. That's where Mill Valley will start the second half.
1: Well, that's the special teams that Coach Clark talked about in pregame that you know, you spent a lot of time working on those. That looked more reminiscent of of what you see out of a Panther football team. They came out hard on that kickoff and uh, have Mill Valley uh, pinned back just inside their 20.
3: Yeah, that was Jones on the return, and uh, he got it at about the 8, and the Panthers shut him down just short of the 20. First and 10, Mill Valley. Again, Marsh is your quarterback. Wittenauer is the tailback. They give it to Whitnauer. Oh, and he got hit, he got nailed at the line of scrimmage and ran right through one of our Panthers and picked up nine yards.
1: Uh, he did. And, uh, you know, this isn't a great big kid by any stretch of the imagination. 165 pounds, and he just trucked one of our players.
3: Yeah, he trucked us.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And I, I mean, that's just, you you're, you teach a running back to keep his feet moving, and he did a great job that time of picking up the uh, yards after contact.
3: Yeah, our, uh. Our guy hit him at the line of scrimmage, and he was able to bounce off of him. Second and short. Back to pass goes Marsh. Completed to Jones. He's inside Panther territory at about the 43-yard line. Now, that that was just a slant pass that uh, Panthers really had it covered fairly well.
1: That was a nice pitch and catch catch. Uh, not how you want to start the second half on, on uh, two back-to-back plays.
3: Yeah, he didn't have time. The play wasn't designed for him to stand back there. He uh, he got rid of it very quickly, and it was on the money. He's been very accurate tonight. And It's a first down all the way down to the Panther 42-yard line.
1: Yeah, you know, it's a tough call. I mean, do you start trying to put some blitz? I mean, as a defensive coordinator, you don't want to have to blitz. Usually, there's a reason you're blitzing because you have a sign of weakness somewhere. But you've got to get some pressure on Marsh.
3: Straight up the middle goes Marsh. He picks up ten, at least ten. Panthers have a guy. Well, he's not getting up. I thought he's getting up slowly, but yeah, uh, the you know, guy that he... time Marsh just picked us
1: apart. He he. <laughs> steps back and finds some opening and runs the football as we said he would accounted for over 200 yards of offense in the first half for mill valley
3: well he just pulled it down went straight up straight into the heart of the derby defense there and picked up 11 yards so it's going to be first and 10 from the 31 yard line panthers trail 35 7 mill valley's threatening this drive started at The Mill Valley 20-yard line, and in three plays, they're down inside the Panther 35 at 31. I think it's Dorsey. Yes, Quentin Dorsey was the injured Panther on that play. He's walking off under his own power, but he's limping a little bit, so hopefully he'll be able to run that off. First and 10, Mill Valley on the Panther 31-yard line. Marsh and Whitnauer in the backfield. Whitnauer, Now Marsh is going to pass it, and he's going to oh, get thanks. sacked. He might have dropped the football. I think he dropped the football. Panthers are going to recover
1: it. That's the first time tonight Panthers have really put pressure on Marsh. But I'm with you. I just see a flag back in the secondary. A official picks it up immediately and waves it off. So Panthers capitalize on a turnover here and and really Doyle, we needed that cuz Mill Valley was starting to move the football.
3: Well, we're going to see what the penalty is. I don't have a whole lot no, of confidence. I think confidence. he picked
1: it up and waved it off. I hope he did.
3: Panthers finally got to Mercer and uh that was a big break for him. That was a good that that ought a that ought to get your defense going. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a that's a big play. That was a big play getting the ball back. Panthers have it first and ten on their own thirty-six. We'll see. We'll see what coach has in store for him here to start the second half. Pitch out to Dylan Edwards, and it goes for about a four yard loss. So
1: he's gobbled up. You look out there and it's a pitch play out to to Dylan, and there is four or five blue jerseys in the backfield to meet him the minute his hands hit the football. So, you know, right now Mill Valley's selling out on the
3: run. They are, yes, well, Derby's given them no reason to play the pass, none whatsoever. Back to pass, caught outside the 40 at about the 41, so it's going to be third down and about, oh, I'm going to guess maybe five yards. That was Caden Brown on the catch. Again, Mill Valley, they're showing eight guys in the box, seven guys in the box. Now they're moving more guys into the box.
1: As you said, Derby hasn't thrown the ball downfield much, so you can pack the box.
3: Back to pass, just a little screen out to Edwards. Makes a guy miss. Going to be short of the first down by about a yard, maybe two yards.
1: That's gonna it's gonna send up another punting situation for the Panthers, I think. Here and uh,
3: again, uh, Dylan just needed one block. That's all he needed, and he did not. Uh, they're get gonna it. go for it here, Panthers. With four yeah, and, short. and when you're trailing thirty-five-seven, maybe you take chances. They may be trying to draw them offside. Fourth down and about two. No game. Just maybe made it back to first, the line of scrimmage.
1: Yeah, we said Lim Wash is the type of uh, a quarterback that looks like a, a quarterback in a linebacker body, but, you know, when you're, when you're focusing on number eight, and that's what Mill Valley is doing. Lim didn't even have an opportunity to turn the corner and he's right. just mad by about four, four or five blue jerseys.
3: Yeah, you've got, you've got the blue jerseys just all over the place. And, and like you said, like we've both been saying, they're selling out to the run and it's, it's paying dividends for him.
1: So the turnover uh, by Mill Valley, uh, Panthers are not able to capitalize on.
3: Panthers turned it back over on downs. They trail 35-7, 8-17 left in the third. Panthers got within 14-7, but that since then it's been uh, all Mill Valley. Back to pass goes Marsh. Now he pulls it down, start, takes off running, gets ran out of bounds by Searing. Looks like they're going to mark it at about the forty-two. So he picked up maybe a yard or two on first down.
1: Yeah, Panthers just got to get pressure on Marsh. I mean, they this kid's a good quarterback, and uh, if if you don't if you don't make him make decisions, he's just going to have a heyday back here.
3: Three-four defense for the Panthers. Second and eight. They give it on a on a carry to... He's hit immediately by Luke Stewart. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and eight.
1: As I think we said in the first half, on third and eight, Mill Valley's done a good job capitalizing. This is time for the Panther defense to step up.
3: 7.40 to go in the third. Again, Panthers trailing this one. 35-7. Mill Valley has it third down and seven and a half eight yards to go back to pass complete first down
1: ah. panthers had good protection on the play that time just uh quick hitter by uh, marsh
3: well again you know he had he's not getting any pressure we're not getting any pressure on the quarterback and he's got time to complete his reads and He's hitting his receivers. He's been very accurate. Uh Ty Rishaus. Rishaus. That was his first catch of the night. We had good coverage on him. First and ten from the thirty three. Straight up the middle goes Whitnauer. He always falls forward. He's going to pick up three, maybe four on first down.
1: You know, I see a little more aggression out of the Panther defense. So here in the second half, I mean, they, they seem to be pursuing the ball a little bit better. You just got to capitalize. You got to stop these guys when they have third downs.
3: Clock moving. Under six and a half minutes. Panthers trail 35-7. Mill Valley in Panther territory on about the 29-yard line. And on a keeper, Marsh first down inside the twenty-five, down to about the twenty-one.
1: There's no no decision on the play. Marsh was going to run the football. He cuts inside and, and finds big running lane for enough for a first
3: down. That was a designed run. As soon as he caught the ball, he took off run and he found a gap in the Panther defense and he picked up eight yards. So it's going to be third or first and ten from the Panther twenty-two. And, again, uh, you know, we've said it a bunch. This this game's been played a lot in Panther territory.
1: Very unlikely for the Panthers. I, I think there were several games last year that we may commented on the Panthers doing that just to their opponents, and it's uh, the coin flip tonight.
3: Again, they give it to Wittnauer? I don't know. He might make it the whole year. But I, I, he he's, runs he's, with uh, such a –
1: I'll tell I mean, you, the kid finds openings. I mean, he just kind of—he like a snake slithering through the line. I mean, he finds an opening and he picks up good yardage.
3: His joints are moving funny. I mean, that's why I, you know he might—he might get hurt. I hope not, but you know, he just—yeah,
1: he doesn't do- take—he doesn't take a very good shot. So, he so he, he—he does move well.
3: Again, they give it to him. He breaks two or three tackles. Gets inside the five, down to about the three.
1: Yeah, he just, uh, like I said, uh, he, he does. booths kind of kind of funny, but he just doesn't take a great shot. No, he, he didn't there. He, he falls just, forward. Uh, he just uh, he's a good running back.
3: First and goal again for. Mill Valley, they're inside the five at about, oh, I'm going to guess they're on the one-and-a-half-yard line. Straight ahead goes Wittenauer.
1: Goes in standing up.
3: Went in standing up for the score. And they're doing the light thing.
1: And, and you really do in a ball game like this. You kind of wonder when Joel starts backing off. I mean, I didn't think I'd say that about a Derby team, and we haven't said that for a long, long time. But right now, it's uh, Derby's taking a beating.
3: Yeah. Looks like uh, Thunderlegs in to kick the extra point, and he boots it near <laughs> nearly out of the stadium. But the extra point's good, so Panthers now trail. Looks like forty-two-seven with four forty-one to go. Uh, again, they got they got within seven at fourteen-seven, and they just haven't done a thing. I mean, offensively, they've done very little since then.
1: Well, it, it does. It boils down to you know hats on hats, and right now Derby doesn't have the. the the hat i mean we really don't we just haven't shown that we're matching up very well with mill valley you know you gotta you gotta give kudos where they're deserved and mill valley's got a heck of a football team and i I really don't think derby's is as bad as what they're performing tonight
3: it's just one of those bad night things i mean
1: well hey if you if you're going to do that you want to get it over with in week one yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you, wanna, you, you wanna, want you wanna to say, you hey, let's one. forget about this. Uh, you know, I can think back uh, a few years back. Uh, you know, we had a year that we went down and lost to Goddard, and we took a thumping. And I think everyone in town is like, "Hey, where's Derby going to finish? Are you guys going to be able to finish 500?" And we went on and won a state championship or, or runner-up that year.
3: very high end over end. it's going to go into the end zone didn't didn't quite go as far as the last few but uh he's this guy has got a phenomenal leg on him it's just i mean it's what a weapon you know you know you're not going to get outside the 20 yard line on us unless he miss hits one and uh but he yeah, hasn't
1: not a surprise i know coach clark we have talked to him earlier in the week we were watching him do their special teams and and coach said, Hey, you're not going to see any of these guys return anything. And that's uh, proven to be a fact tonight.
3: Well, we need a good drive. We need a sustained drive here, not another three and out. There's Wash. He pitches it out to Edwards, who, you know, he's still getting, he, they're still getting three or four guys to the ball, Mill Valley. They are, they are pursuing the ball very well. And, you know, you can't, When you only got one or two guys out there blocking, you got three or four coming at you. It's the numbers don't work for you. Panthers trail after the the score in the third quarter, 42 seven. Just over four minutes left in the ball game or in the third quarter. Excuse me. Back to pass goes wash. Now he pulls it. Now he throws it. Caught. It's going to be should be a first down. Out about the thirty four yard line. I believe that was uh, uh, Caden Brown again.
1: Caden that, did a good job coming back for the football on the on the play. And fortunately enough, pick up first down yardage. That's what you got to do. You got to be able to hit some of those hitters downfield to loosen up. And and we say it every week: in and out. You know, run sets up the pass, and the pass sets up the run. And uh, right now, we need to set up some run.
3: Here goes Wash. Wow, he just Just misses breaking a big one. But he picks up four or five on first down. So Lim Wash has
1: to play with confidence. He he needs that. Lim Wash is one heck of a high school quarterback.
3: Yeah. He needs yes, he needs to remain confident. Caught. They're gonna give him enough for a first down. Again, it's Caden Brown out there. That's been that's been Wash's go to guy. I think that's his third, fourth, maybe fifth catch of the night. Now, yeah, Derby's Derby's replacing a lot of receivers.
1: Uh, Reed Liston's the only guy that's coming back that has a ton of experience.
3: And Deshaun Wright hasn't been in the ballgame since the first quarter. He came out with an ankle injury. And uh, so there, there's an, another uh, receiver that's down, starting receiver. Back to pass, goes Wash. got a little time. Now he's taking off. Now he's going to throw it, and he aimed, He threw it out there for Mercer Thatcher. Mercer was open. This pass was a little off mark.
1: You know, and, and I'm sure that's one of the things that Coach worked with with Lim is, you know, it, it, this is a guy who likes to run the football, and I, I think there's probably times Lim, throw the ball, throw the ball. And tonight, Lim's throwing the ball, and probably in some situations he could
3: run it looked like he could run in that situation, but you know we're we're up here and he's down there. And, uh, second and ten, three minutes left in the third. A little quick pass out to Edwards, and he's going to hit, get hit, and drop for about a five-yard loss. I mean, Mill Valley's onto that one. I mean, oh,
1: they yeah—they yeah, they figured out that, uh, that that's the guy we're going to go to out on that little play.
3: That's that's uh, you know they they've stuffed that one the last well since the touchdown.
1: Yeah, Panthers just haven't generated a lot of offense, and, and you know we said Lim Lim's some of his decision making. It's being forced by Mill Valley. I mean they put a lot of pressure on him tonight.
3: Third down and about sixteen after the five or six yard loss. Back pass goes wash. Throwing it over the middle, and it's incomplete. It was intended out there for looked like maybe Mercer Thatcher, and he it went in his hands and back out. And
1: it gave Lim a little bit more time that time. He just his throwing motion seems off tonight to me. I mean, and Lim's got a cannon for an arm. We've we've seen it for years. The kid can throw the ball.
3: Well, I mean, he he had that ankle. Injury, and he missed not making any excuses. But most now. of most of the fall he most of the fall practices. So you know his timing may be a little bit bad right now. But this is only game one out of eight. So Stewart, fair catch. Very. Oh no, very. I was going to say very late. He called for a fair catch, then he took off running, and there was no penalty marker. Boy, how'd they miss that one?
1: Yeah, uh, once he, once he called it, I don't know what he, hey, I'm with you. He called fair catch and he caught the ball and then he just stopped and then all of a sudden decided to take off. But, uh, the official immediately marked the ball where, where he called the fair catch. So, well, no, but, uh, that'd been one of those interesting ones if he had got lit up, what they would have said.
3: Yeah, really. <laughs> what if he would have got lit up? I mean, he definitely tried to run with the football. Two minutes left in the third quarter, Panthers trail 42-7. to seven. Plenty of time for Marsh. Now he drops it, takes off running. Looks like he picks up. Oh, we're going to oh, get a, oh my gosh, a, we're probably going to get a targeting. targeting call.
1: And another and penalty another comes one. up. Uh, I that don't, one you would think would have to come from the Mill Valley side where it came from, but... You know, the first one I I can see. I don't know what the second one was unless he was just confirming it. But uh, there was definitely Mill Valley guys around when he threw the flag.
3: I didn't get, you know, I, I saw Mercer slide and slip and our guy hit. And, I mean, how do you stop in mid, you know, in midair? Let's see. Targeting on the Panthers. Dead ball. Yeah, I, I was going
1: to say I thought the second one was going to go Mill Valley's way. It because, did, and, and I'm sure it's just you, you got to learn when to be quiet. And he was in the, he was back there when he when he said something.
3: This makes no sense to me. So evidently the now they've got to mark the dead ball. Now I think they'll. I was just going to say I think now they'll turn them around and, and mark it back, and it'll be first and twenty five is what it what, no, what I'm thinking it, it should be. We'll, we'll, wait and see. Well, they,
1: they, they oh, didn't necessarily. I'm, I'm having a hard time with that one.
3: Yeah, I'm having a real hard time with that one. They marked it off against the Panthers and they called unsportsmanlike on Mill Valley after the play and Mill Valley does not get penalized. <laughs> there goes Whittenauer bouncing off several Panthers. That was a very unusual call by the officials. Uh,
1: I- Sure seemed to be an unusual call. Usually, they'll mark the one penalty off, and they'll turn around and mark the next penalty back. But uh, we didn't see that on the play.
3: Yeah, how do you call? How do you call unsportsmanlike on a team and then not not penalized? I mean, how do you do that? I guess we just saw it. You just do it. <laughs> First and ten, Mill Valley on the Panther forty-five. Again, it looks like Whitnauer on the carry. He picks up one or two. One twenty-five left in the third quarter. Panthers trail forty-two-seven. Mill Valley's on our forty. Looks like our forty-three-yard line. Second down and eight.
1: Yeah, Mill Valley hadn't been in any hurry here in the second half. They've kept the ball on the ground and you just kind of methodically run the clock out.
3: You, you want know, to shorten? That's, that's shorten what you the do game. with a big lead. Yeah, you want to shorten the game. second eight again they give it straight ahead to Whittenauer. he still picks up four or five yards going to be third down and yeah it looks like third and about four maybe maybe four and a half
1: and you can see why this kid he carried the ball a lot last year for Bill uh, Bill Valley and had over 900 yards last year and this kid uh, he's going to get his yards there's no question
3: Looks like third and maybe, maybe four and a half. Quick pass to the flat. Caught. Finally brought down at about the 10. The cover man out there just missed the tackle. It would have been short of the first down. He just missed the tackle. Now they're on the 10 yard line, first and goal.
1: Wow. It, it, I think you and I are both, we just keep looking at each other. I would have never in my life Guess that this game was going to come out like this
3: nor would i and i guess he didn't get quite to the 10 they marked it on the 11 and that's going to end the third quarter panthers trailing 42 7 mill valley threatening this is panther football and on kdkq 1059 9 you're home for panther football we'll be back Keith Stevens. Join
6: Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. You'll hear songs and stories to encourage you through the tough days, face your fears, and make a comeback. Every single decision we make becomes a part of the story of our life. So we are all writing the story that we tell about this time. I hope you can join
0: us for Keep the Faith. Keep the Faith with Donna and Keith, Saturday, 6 to noon, and weekday mornings, 6 to 9, on Alive 105.
3: Yeah, we're back at Mill Valley, the home of the Jaguars. Uh, the start of the fourth quarter, Panthers lead, or trail, 42-7. And uh, Mill Valley's going to have it first and 10 on the Panther uh, 11-yard line. And, you know, it's just just not been a good night for the kids.
1: No, Mill Valley comes out of their huddle, and uh, like I said, I don't know how long uh, Coach Appleby leaves those ones in the ball game. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, you kinda wonder. But I I'm gonna suspect we might see some changes maybe the next time. Give it to Whittenauer. He gets hit behind the line of scrimmage and but falls forward. The young man falls forward. I mean but he runs with just a to me it's a weird style and but it's sure been effective it's tonight. A, I was going to
1: say it's an effective style for, for sure.
3: He's getting up, kind of shaking his right arm out. So, you know, in a game like this, this is the chance you take, you know. And uh, you don't want anybody hurt on either team. Second and 10. Again, Wittenauer makes a nice cut runs into a couple of Panthers, and he's going to maybe pick up a yard. So it's now third down and long, third down and 10 from the 11. And
1: and you can see Coach Appleby's, he's he's pulled back the playbook. I mean, that was straight ahead. We'll see if he gets very fancy here. You know, Marsh has picked us apart tonight in the air.
3: And again, like you said, they're using a lot of the play clock. There's 10, 45 left. Panthers trail big, 42-7. Marsh on a keeper. He gets inside the 10 at about the 9, so that's going to make it fourth down, and we see Thunderleg coming in.
1: Well, and you, you know what? You you, you want to do that in that situation. I'm not so sure that, that Coach Appleby didn't want to set it up for a field goal because you, you get into a parts of the season – that may be a game-winner for you. So give the kid some more confidence. I don't even know that he needs confidence the way he kicks the football, but uh,
3: set up and uh, hey, get your practice in. Well, he's definitely got the leg for this. It's only 25 yards, 26 yards, but it's from the far hash. It looks good, and it is. So with 9.56 left, they've, they've still got – maybe this is a uh, – Maybe this is a running clock thing because you know, it, they stopped it now, but well, uh, they, they they let it run. Then They let it run during the extra point.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think you're seeing Coach Clark or anybody complain about that. You see that starting
3: clock. again. So, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think you're,
1: you you very well could be in the running clock here. And you know, it's uh, who would have thought it it's was 38 30, points. Don't know what the, you know, this is a weird year with COVID. I don't know what the rule <laughs> is here.
3: I mean, it had never been 38 points before unless, unless the coaches yeah, agreed. It's a,
1: but it's a, yeah, and that very well could be too.
3: If the coaches agreed. Then I, again,
1: I don't think that Coach Clark's going to complain. <laughs> Not right now. I mean, who would have thought the Derby would be on this end of the, of a, of a lopsided score? I mean, we expected a good ball game down here tonight. So far, Mill Valley has just handed it to us.
3: Yeah, they, they're ready to play. And I think their coaching staff is down there asking about clock running i don't know why they would it's in their favor and they're looking up to the press box hey what's going on you know so nevertheless it's running kicks deep in the end zone panthers are going to have it first and 10 on the 20
1: (laughs) he's kicked a lot of them tonight too
3: yep that's the only thing i could figure out because the, the, the coaching staffs had to have agreed because 38 points is not a running clock unless they well, no, change and, the but, rule but
1: again i this is a weird year i don't know what the yeah. rules with covid are i have no clue what uh, you know it, it I, I think we're all just fortunate we're playing football right now so tough call we'll see if uh, mill valley starts loosening up uh, even more with some different players on the field
3: First ten Panthers from the twenty-yard line. His wash pitches it back, and Edwards puts the ball on the ground. The ground but I think, think they got. Pan-
1: it. I think the Panthers might yeah, recover. I think recover. We got it
3: back after a
1: four or five-yard loss. But again, they're putting so many hats on. You know, you, that's how you play the option. You know, you got to cover up both guys. Lim Wash when he pitched the ball had two guys in his face, and he pitched it to a to. Uh, Dylan, and he had two or three guys in his face today. Just great defense by Mill Valley.
3: Panthers lost, oh, I don't know, it looks like five yards, six yards on the play. Going to be second and 16. Wash just kind of fumbled it, and he's going to get sacked back at the five-yard line.
1: Yeah, it was just, again, the ball was... It looked like our running back and our quarterback kind of collided in the backfield, just ill timed. And you know, this is one of those ball games. I really think if you're the Panthers, you need to regroup. You need to get out of here and regroup. And I have no question that, uh, Panthers will regroup and you're going to see a much better, much better product on the field next week.
3: 650 to go in the game. Panthers trail big 45 seven. They've got it third down. And about, looks like 20, third down 22, back to pass goes wash, and it's it's another screen out to Dylan Edwards, he's going to get back to the still on his feet, he's he going to get a first, first down. down. That was a
1: lot of Dylan Edwards on that play, Dylan made several guys miss, fortunately for, for the Panthers, he picks up a big first down.
3: Yeah, he was hit probably, I'll bet a half a dozen times, but he kept his feet moving and and uh, got out and got a first down.
1: Got a player down. And here's what I'm going to say: It's a starting defensive lineman that goes down in a 45 to seven ball game. And a- again, you hope, you really hope that this young man's not hurt bad. But you know, when do you take that chance? It looks like what they're doing is stretching out a cramp. So let's hope that's what it is. Because you don't want to see anybody, you know hurt in any football game but particularly late in a ball game that's that's really been decided
3: out of hand yeah well that was a good run by dylan edward my goodness gracious he 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 made some moves i didn't know that was possible and, and mill valley you know they had guys in his face and he was able to uh shake them off you know Anyway, Panthers have still have the football. It's first ten. They're out on the thirty-two yard line after that nice little screen pass.
1: And I think you're starting to see some guys coming in for Mill Valley. That may have may, may have rattled Joel a little bit.
3: First and ten. Caught. Looked like Reed Liston. Gonna pick pick up seven or eight. On the play.
1: As we said, Reed Liston's got great hands. Tremendous athlete. I think he's uh, already committed to play baseball at the next level. And, you know, we've known Reed since he was just a little kid. And, uh, good athlete.
3: One thing about old Reed, he hadn't changed his hairstyle since he was a little kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> little longer. A little more facial hair.
3: Wash. Picks up a first down out across the 45, and he's not going to – he's hurt. I'm going to guess, or at least I'm going to hope, that it's the wind knocked out of him because he fell on the football. Yeah, he
1: got up quickly. He got – and he's wanting to keep going. He's going to have to come out for a play or two, and, you know, I –
3: Well, if he comes out, then – that means that Mercer Thatcher will be the quarterback, or maybe Reed Liston.
1: We'll I think you'll see, see Thatcher. I would think it'll be Thatcher
3: that you see. Yeah, it is Mercer Thatcher. He's the junior. and also plays wide receiver for the Panthers. To give it to Dylan Edwards and I mean that, that was a given if, if you will, uh, they were going to give it to him on a running play.
1: Now Lem Wash comes right back in the ball game and you know, I don't think they had a choice but to take him out when he was, he stayed on the field long enough that, uh, they had to pull him out for a play.
3: Clock moving under five minutes. Panthers trail by 38, 45-7. Second down and about 11 for the Panthers. Lim wash on a keeper, and he's going to get wrapped up for, I believe he lost a yard. Going to be third down and long.
1: Mel Valley is starting to, to substitute even more. They're sending in some younger players. Again, yeah, these are cousins. This is uh, Coach Appleby and Coach Clark, and you know, but when you hit the when you hit the field, there's no question they both want to win the ballgame.
3: It's third and long. Derby trails forty five seven. Under four minutes to go in the ball game. Trips to the near side, Washington Edwards down a little screen pass out to Reed Liston. Makes a couple guys miss and picks up maybe, oh, I'm going to guess four or five yards. He's going to be third, fourth down now for the Panthers.
1: Yeah, definitely four down territory. Second half's moved pretty quickly,
3: particularly once they went to a running clock. Panthers looks like they're going to go for it with fourth and seven. From their own, looks like their own forty-nine yard line. Quick pass, caught first down.
1: That was Reed again.
3: Looks like uh, List- Liston on a nice pitch and catch there. So again, it's going to be going into
1: next weekend. Huh? I said again, build positives. Oh going yeah. into the
3: next week. Yeah, there's a long season left. You know, if if nothing happens, we got seven more games after this one. So, for sure. Caught and out of bounds. Again, that, that went out there to, uh, Brown, I believe. Yes, Caden Brown. Again, he's been, he's pretty much been Wash's go-to guy today.
1: I, I just keep going back to the to the year we lost to Goddard and, and the amount of fans that were so disappointed. You turn around and you rattle off about 10 games in a row after that. Yeah, and that's exa-
3: just about 11. what we did. Yeah. There goes Wash up the middle. He's going to get a first down, down to about the 25-yard line.
1: You know, sometimes kids, moving. as much as you hate to say it. They need a reality check, and you need to be brought back down to earth. And it's a Panther team, I believe it was on a 26-game winning streak going into tonight's ball game.
3: Well, this is sure bring you back down, that's for sure. But you know, the kids haven't given up. I mean, they just they've just been outplayed tonight. They haven't given up. Again, a pass out in the flat to List, and he made two or three guys miss. Picked up eight or nine yards. Going to be second and short. You know, if their heads would have been down and all that business, you know, but they, uh, they have You, you know, know,
1: this was one of those marquee matchups tonight, and I think there's going to be a lot of eyes woke up in, the, in tomorrow that say, wow, what happened to Derby? Yeah. And, and, again, it's gut check time. It's like, hey, okay, guys, let's re- regroup and uh, let's quiet some people down.
3: And then Wash, on a keeper, he gets to the outside, makes a guy miss, gets inside the 10-yard line, and he gets a first down. It'll be first and goal, Panthers. With under a minute to go.
1: He's limping a little bit. I'm sure he's he's probably gassed,
3: too. Yeah, he might be gassed. Panthers need to make this a little more respectable, I suppose. Score here late. I suspect we'll see uh, Edwards get the ball on this play. No, Wash keeps it. Straight up the middle, Panthers score with 19-8. That might be the last play of the game right there. i tell
1: you, Lim's limping. I mean, he's got a little limp in his step, and that's uh, that's a guy you don't want to see uh, having a long-term injury. He's had some ankle injuries prior to the season starting.
3: See, I, That's going to end the ball game. I don't know if they're going to get a chance to kick an extra point or not. I, I'm not real sure about it. I'm not real sure about the running clock, what we've seen tonight. But anyway, there's no time left. They're going to get a chance to, uh, uh, kick the extra point. It looks good and it is good. So Panthers are going to go down in defeat. They will go 0 and 1. Mill Valley will go 1 and 0 after losing 45-14 to Mill Valley. And, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it was all Mill Valley.
1: Yeah, it was all Mill Valley tonight from the get go. and you know, unfortunate. You know, you're seeing COVID, and, and I don't know. I mean, you know, you're doing the right thing, but the players don't shake hands. They kind of go out to the hash marks and wave over at Derby, and you know, this you know.
3: this was a big win for the Mill Valley program, and uh, you know, they're going to treat it as such, I'm sure. And uh, you know, there's just nothing you can say about it. They just outplayed the Panthers tonight.
1: Yeah, there's no question. Uh, it was it's one of those games. The Panthers want to forget. They want to move on past it. I'm sure that's what Coach Clark's saying. Is it's week one, we're playing. Let's get over this thing. Let, let's improve. And I, and I think you're going to see that out of the Panthers. You go back to the drawing board. You know there may be some. Uh, you know if I'm coach, I'm going to tell guys maybe some positions up in the air.
3: Well, yeah. I mean you you got to you got to you got to give that kind of incentive uh, to these young men. But anyway, you know they played hard. I mean you got to give them that. I, I I didn't see any give up at all. It just wasn't their night and. You know, you, you talked about the year we got just squashed by Goddard, ended up in the state finals. And, uh, you know, that, that's something that, uh, you know, can happen again this year. And, you know, of course, Mill Valley can go on and, and, uh, have a good year as well. Uh, Panthers go down in defeat 45-14 here in, uh, Shawnee, Kansas. Uh, uh, this has been Panther football on KDKQ. We'll be back. With the the game ending statistics.
6: and get ready for this weekend's two-hour time travel trip as we head back to relive some of the biggest classic Christian hits of the past. This week, Sheila Walsh tells us what Christian music is like in the U.K., David Huff of David and the Giants reveals details about his childhood, and Jeff Moore looks back at the 1996 Summer Olympics. Plus, your classic requests are always welcome at 2623-REWIND. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian music's past on Christian Music Rewind
0: this Saturday at five on a live 105. We can have fun. (laughs) Yes,
6: Yes, we're going to have fun because it's our September birthday party next time on the show. Artists celebrating their special birthday are Peter Furler and Jody Davis of the Newsboys, B.B. Winans, Annie Herring of the second chapter of Acts, Bob Carlisle, and many, many others. So join me, Larry Wayne. Along with me, Lauren Lee. For our September birthday party coming up next time on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this week for worship
5: as I play two hours of the best in modern worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. I'm excited to have as my special guest this week, Mark Harris, Kyle Lee,
6: and Levi Smith of Gateway Worship. I've never heard the voice of the Holy Spirit whisper anything to me that wasn't absolutely life-changing for at least me. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's worship with my special guest, Gateway
0: Worship. Worship with Andy Chrisman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105.
6: Hey there, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown, getting ready for this Labor Day weekend show. When Toby Max stops by to talk about staying grounded and accountable, Chris Tomlin will be here to share thoughts on living by faith, and Danny Gokey tells us all about focusing on what God wants instead of what we want. And we'll hear future hits this week from Hillsong Worship featuring Tasha Copps-Leonard and Passion featuring Christian Stanfield. Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. on Alive 105, music that's good for you.
3: Well we're back at uh, Jaguar Stadium in Shawnee Kansas where the Panthers just went down to defeat 45-14 to the Mill Valley Jaguars uh, Kevin I think you got all the stats for us and uh, you know I think the stats are going to reflect the score
1: yeah they're going to reflect the score but again it, it probably not as much as you think because Derby Derby played most of the ball game on their own end of the field, so they gave Mill Valley a lot of opportunities. First downs, Mill Valley tonight, 25 first downs, Panthers 23. Rushing yards, Mill Valley leads big there, 228 yards on the ground, Derby just 102. Mill Valley was uh, 12 of 15 completing passes. Derby just 15 for 21. You know, the big stat probably, Mill Valley 403 total yards tonight. Derby 298 total yards. Turnovers each team had one. You know, Panthers uh, didn't capitalize well on third down conversions. That's probably one of the asterisks that Coach Clark's going to look at. Panthers just three for 11. Mill Valley's seven for ten on third on third downs.
3: Yeah, well a stat that stands out to me is uh twelve out of fifteen passing that, that, that hurt the Panthers uh pretty good, but he's a good quarterback and he had a good night.
1: No, no no doubt. We'll we'll just while we're talking about Mill Valley, let's just hit on Mr. Marsh. Mr. Marsh is twelve for fifteen tonight for hundred and seventy five yards. On the ground, 18 rushes for 129 yards. So of that 400, you can do the math pretty quick and go, Mr. Marsh accounts for 300 yards of it. So yeah. good quarterback, no question. For the Panthers, the individual stats, Lim Wash ended up 15 for 20, 21, 196 yards on the receiving end. Dylan Edwards had five catches for 116 yards. Igo had five catches for 42 yards. Reed than five catches for 38 yards. In the rushing department, Lim washed 16 touches for 83, and Dylan Edwards 11 carries for 34 yards. Again, uh, the big the big stat of the night was you know 403 yards given up by the Panthers to just 298 uh, on, on, for us offensively, and, and you know the stats you just hate to see. The end of the game. It's 45 for Mill Valley, 14 for the Panthers.
3: Yeah, it, it was all Mill Valley tonight. And uh, again, this is game one out of game out, out of eight games. And uh, you know, Panthers got some work to do. There's, there's no doubt about it. You, you just you can't deny that they have got a little work to do. Like you said, maybe some positions up for grabs uh, this next week. But uh, coaching staff will have them ready to go next week. We'll travel to Newton where we'll play the Newton Railroaders. Uh, Panthers 0 1 to start the season. You've been listening to Panther Football on Alive 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. Thanks for listening.